0: I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus.
1: We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. What was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world.
2: Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better.
0: Guys, where are we?
2: Okay,
0: I'm recording.
1: Okay, and I'm also recording like I already said.
0: All right, cool. Me too. I'm recording as well.
1: Okay cool i am also
0: okay just to let you know sammy joe uh i'm recording
1: great i'm also
0: recording okay and i am recording recording yep
1: hello kicking and streaming listeners welcome to podcast episode one one one
0: yeah i was gonna say it's all sammy ones. joe everything's coming up one sammy joe yeah it's pretty cool huh yeah, this it's only an happens, angel number. This only happens once in a podcast where you get episode one one one.
1: I mean, if we're lucky, we'll get to two 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 someday. What? I
0: don't think that's going to happen. We got like twenty something episodes left, right?
1: Yeah, not with these shows, but you know, if we <laughs> decide
0: to—that's <laughs> a good one. That's a good if one. If we
1: ever decide to make a season two. <laughs>
0: yeah, someday, maybe. Yeah, if the someday. right listen, if the right uh, advertising if nah. the stars align, stars align, and somebody just backs up a dump truck full of cash to our doorsteps and and you know lets that thing go and just says here you go here's a dump truck full of cash please do the podcast again and yeah but we'll aren't come you out gonna miss me
1: aren't you gonna miss me yeah
0: but i'll still see you we'll we'll, we'll have later sammy joe okay i wouldn't worry sure. about that
1: okay i'm never gonna see you again after this I this is this not out. true
0: this is not true <sighs> <laughs> hey, I called you the other day. Remember that? That was a real fancy treat. You
1: did. That was real. On the that actual was, phone. I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah. Although I tried to call your actual like phone number and it did not work. So I think you might have blocked me. And what? I no. had And I had to FaceTime audio you. So that worked. I don't know if you noticed.
1: I thought it was FaceTime audio, which it I- sure was. I mean, I didn't know. It said
0: call failed every time I tried to call you on the phone. What's up with that? that's weird what kind of list am i on
1: (laughs) i don't know but you're definitely not blocked because you can text me (laughs) (laughs) oh that's true (laughs) yeah i don't know that's weird i might have just been where i was i wasn't at home when you called me oh yeah i don't know if it was that but
0: yeah you're in the in the boondocks you know
1: yeah my phone is definitely weird sometimes with that kind of stuff and i have to restart it but i don't know how to explain that
0: yeah i don't know how to explain it either I don't know. You just throw your hands up. Yeah. Yeah. Here they are. Here they are. Well, welcome well, everybody. I
1: have, um, I have some streaming.
0: News. I'm still introing.
1: Oh, okay. Episode one, one,
0: one. This is the podcast where we talk about Buffy and Lost, and we're back to both episodes this week after a yep, double Buffy normal episode. That was a crazy double Buffy. Yeah, we got some yeah. Riley. We got some. I don't remember the second episode.
1: The Hell's Bells, the Hell's wedding. Hell's Bells that the didn't what? happen. Oh, the
0: wedding, right? The wedding that almost happened but didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and then Xander walked a lonely road.
1: We got some Krevlin.
0: Got some Krevs. Yeah. Some, hashtag Krevs. Some clem Some clams. Hmm. Krevs and clams.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right. What were you going to say? I'm uh, done with well, my intro now.
1: Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I have some news what's your name sammy joe i'm ready to tell our listeners you've known for a while now i was gonna
0: act like i didn't know and then i'm kind of glad that you said that though so now i don't have to put on like this big dog and pony show you know yeah
1: it's okay (sighs) all
0: right i'll just relax go ahead with the news
1: yeah well i i am pregnant
0: should I react at least a little oh, something? Oh, was that
1: crickets Whoa, or something? Oh,
0: that's awesome! <laughs> see, <laughs> I gotta say something.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm due in December. December eighth is my wow. due date.
2: Wow. So it'll be interesting
1: 8th. to see how much more of this we can get done. Before yeah,
0: <laughs> how much of this podcast we can crank out? I haven't done the math on the weeks yet. Have you? No, I was trying to
1: think about it today and then my brain just short circuited.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what my brain does every time I try to engage in maths. It just doesn't happen. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's also like,
1: it's hard to know too because we take weeks off sometimes. Like, that's (laughs) part of why we've been, we've been sort of slacking a little, is I've been exhausted going through first trimester. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been kind of rough. It's been hard for me to stay up. Lady. i know
0: but look at you you're doing great look at you're you you're kickass. ass
1: yeah i'm kick ass <laughs> yep we uh we don't want to know what the sex of the baby is we want to be surprised when they're born and uh yeah. it's very exciting it Dave is and exciting. Are very happy.
0: that's what we did with both our kids and uh it's fun it's fun and people are never going to stop giving you trash about that and just don't listen oh yeah to it. They're going to say, yep. what? How can, you, how can you plan your clothes and, and all your pink or blue stuff? It's like, you know what? It, the pink and blue isn't the only colors, okay? You can yeah, have and any also, who cares? colors.
2: Dave
1: yeah. wears a ton of pink you know, shirts. Right. He's got a nice pair of salmon pants.
2: Yep. Sure. You know,
1: I wear blue all the time. It's like, sure. come on, people. You're blue daba
0: dee dabba die. Am I this right? This
1: shirt. Well, actually, no. This shirt is great, but, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I I always just say to that, like, if not that, people have said that specifically to me. I've definitely had people who are like, "What? How can you not know?"
0: Yeah. We. And got I'm a just lot like, yeah,
1: it's that's fine. it's fine. It's not about you, but yeah, deal with it. Um, I I, but I do want to say that, like, I'm going to. This is real. I am going to do this. Like, okay. I, there are just so many cute, like, little monster and like animal yes, onesies and stuff. We got like, the like, little I'm just going to dress my kid like that forever. Yeah, we love the
0: little monster jammies. We got all the little monster everything, and it's the best. Yeah. You, you can't not get the little monster jammies.
1: No. I mean, they're it's so adorbs. cute. And like the you know the little I mean you know I love bears right so like
0: Yeah oh with the little ears on the with hood With the little ears yeah on the hood? come
1: on get out oh, like that's the what best. they need that's I don't it... need I don't need a little girl who wears a t- cute little tiara I mean that Ow. is cute but like I can buy that after they're born No you got to get it's ears It's not like they're going to wear all about it in dressing the first... them up
0: like little teddy bears
1: Yeah <laughs> oh i just that's that's the dream that's yeah. what i want
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's the best just tiny
1: little teddy bear especially because it's gonna be winter so sure. you know, yeah. snuggle that little baby up
0: oh you know what's the best we got the i wonder if we still have it we did have a snowsuit that would look like a teddy bear it was like it's like a little polar bear snow yeah suit. oh
1: yeah if you have any stuff i mean your kids are a little older now We're i a little doubt older. you saved much but
0: we might have some things kicking around. I think we've offloaded yeah. most of it because uh, yeah. we ain't planning for a number three, but right, well, yeah.
1: plus you moved, so
0: yeah, we moved. we had to thin the herd a little bit. we got rid of a yeah. lot of junk, a lot of stuff. We still have but, a know, ton though, don't worry about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, I'm a big fan of like recycling and hand hand me downs like sure so i'm I'm all for do I mean yes, I want to buy some cute things myself, obviously, but yeah. like. I'm also I'm also way more into let's not buy more things. Sure. Uh if there's perfectly good usable stuff that we can use.
0: Yeah. Right. So, you could make baby clothes out of newspapers if you really wanted to, you know, really upcycle, re-recycle, yeah, I, I upcycle. don't you don't I want to do, do that? that. Okay. Well, also, it's just, I'm just not an idea. I'm handy. just spitballing. Just spitballing. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. Okay. But right. I
1: can put I can put the newspaper on at the bottom of their crib, right? Like a bird cage. Yeah, like, like is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be a know. great mom. <laughs> just lay newspaper down. Remember that. Just lay Big, newspaper Big down. Big Daddy it's fine. With uh, Adam Sandler and yeah. he has the kid and the kid pees the bed and he just throws down a bunch of newspaper. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. All uh. right. Cool. Well, congrats, Sammy Joe. You know, I'm happy for you. I think this is going to be great for you. You're going to love it. Dave's going to love it. You guys are going to, you're going to be great parents. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a good, good time. Yeah.
1: Thanks. And, Mm -hmm. and related to that, I know I texted you today that I finally know my blood type because I had to get my blood drawn and all this stuff tested. So I was like, Hey, I finally know, which is something you and I have talked about a lot.
0: Right. I still have no idea what mine is.
1: Yeah, and we now have a little bit more context as to why I was so grossed out any time you brought up nasty food stuff. Yeah, and why the Double Meat Palace episode was so difficult because <laughs> I, I was know how like, you got I, through that. <laughs> I don't know either. I was like, my God, yeah. I'm gonna vomit.
0: <laughs> and you were extra nauseous back then. Now you're doing a little bit better at night. I'm definitely right? doing better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. back in the Double Meat Palace episode, Ugh. you were not doing well.
1: I was not doing well. And I was like,
0: how gross is this double meat palace? Am I right? And you're like. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I was
1: like, thanks for that.
0: Right. So.
1: <laughs> Good times, uh, yeah,
0: though. We'll get, be able to listen to better. these with our kids, you know, later on and be like, yeah. oh, listen. Listen to how gross we were.
1: They'll be like, mommy swears a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. And my kids will be mommy, like. Mommy, you
1: say a lot of bad words.
0: Daddy never swears on this episode. He really buttoned it, buttoned all the uh, all the language up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I do you probably don't swear a lot in real life. I At don't. least not in front of your kids. Not in
0: front of my kids. No. But w- with my with my pirate-mouthed friends, you know, I probably mm, let a like few me. fly here and there, but Yeah. You know. I keep it clean, you know.
1: Yeah, you yeah. you do. You're
0: clean-cut, Pat. <laughs> so clean-cut. All right, Sammy Joe. Well, great news and great oldies. That's what they said on the radio station that I used to listen to, 102.9. Great news and great oldies. Uh, hmm. What do you say? Should we let's just... get into Buffy. Let's get into Buffy.
1: And what's funny is this episode of our podcast is "Normal Again" because it's Buffy and Lost. But right? this episode of Buffy is also called "Normal Again."
0: Ah, look at that! Look Too, at funny. that. Too funny! Too <laughs> funny!
1: So, this week we watched Season 6, Episode 17 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer called Normal Again. Original air date is March 12th, Mm. 2002.
0: Wow. What a year. Uh, It was... mm,
1: 2002. Yeah, that's the year my niece was born. Okay. Uh, Written by Diego Gutierrez and directed by Rick Rosenthal
0: you think Diego Gutierrez goes by uh D. Goots? I, I don't know,
1: but that would be fun.
0: That's Isn't that pretty awesome? Yeah. Like, D. Goots! Yeah, D. Goots! It's direct yeah. in this episode.
1: No, he, he wrote it.
0: Oh, oh, he wrote it. Okay.
1: Pretty sure this is the only one he's written. Okay. Which kind of seems like a bummer, because I feel like it's a banger of an episode.
0: I don't remember it.
1: Great. (laughs) Well, this will be fun. (laughs) Um, So I pulled a bunch of your predictions Uh because obviously last week we had a double Buffy. And then I pulled a few from previous episodes. So in episode 108, you said Willow and Tara will start to make amends. They'll be nice to each other. Try to build this relationship back. Maybe one of them will start to date someone else. But they'll get back together eventually because Uh, they belong together.
0: Hey, look at me. Look at me go. Look at you go. I'm doing good.
1: Uh, In episode 109 of this podcast, you said Jonathan is a catch. Oh, yeah. He's going to turn this bad behavior around. He knows what's morally (laughs) responsible, so he'll distance himself from the nerd geek squad trio. Yeah, and he'll find his way back to the light, which might be standing up to the two others in a moment of truth.
0: Yes, that's a great one. That has to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. uh, I feel like it's kind of you're sort of maybe starting to see. It's not so relevant to this episode, but felt like it was a little bit anyway.
0: He's the moral compass of that group.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. last episode you said Riley is gone. We are done seeing him. We're closing that chapter. There might be a quick reference to him, but you know, we're not going to see him again. Okay. You also said that Xander and Anya belong together. They will come back and have a beautiful wedding that is smaller and more intimate with just the Scooby Gang and Giles will show up, and it will be like a surprise because they tried to plan it as a regular traditional wedding. It went awry. They're going to learn from that lesson. They'll have a more beautiful, totally rom-com wedding, and it will be beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Double down on that one. That's a good one.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, so this episode of Buffy opens on a residential street at night. Buffy is reading something as she walks. We zoom in, and we see that it's a list of new rentals. Then we cut to this scene playing out on the trio's monitoring station, but Jonathan is asleep at the desk. Andrew is in the background reading something. The barrel of a gun appears inches from Jonathan's head, and suddenly water shoots out of it. Startling Jonathan awake, and the camera pulls back to reveal Warren, holding a super soaker, laughing. He chides Jonathan for taking Z's on lookout again, and Jonathan (laughs) says that he hasn't had a decent night's sleep since being an accessory to murder.
0: Yeah, that'll uh, keep you up at night, I would say.
1: Yeah, and he says that he's he's going Jack Torrance, which, Uh of course, is a reference to The Shining. Sure. He says, we rented the whole house. Can't we at least sleep upstairs? And Andrew says, we're on the lam. We have to lay low underground. And Jonathan's like, it's figurative, doofus. (laughs) Like, they don't have to literally be underground. Right. Warren tells Jonathan, which he calls Midgetor,
2: to get back
1: to the monitors. And they all look to see Buffy peering into the windows of their house. Warren tells Andrew to deploy his little friend... And Andrew plays a didgeridoo.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the didgeridoo makes an appearance, and I love me a good didgeridoo, Sammy Joe.
1: Oh yeah. Underrated
0: uh, uh, instrument of the world. Do you play? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you play well? <laughs> me and didgeridoo. I've never tried to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you were to hand me you a didgeridoo, you bet I didgeridoo. You know I would be. You know I'd kill it. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? How yeah. can I not? I'm like I'm I'm programmed to play a didgeridoo. Yeah, it's, for sure.
1: I yes, I see this in your future.
0: Yeah, you know my friend Aaron. hmm Owns he a plays didgeridoo, didgeridoo, and he's not bad at it. Yeah, he keeps it in his office, and I said, "Hey, what's that thing in the corner?" And he's like, "Oh, this thing." What a cool dude! Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. Uh huh. Very cool.
1: I feel like only really cool people can have didgeridoo.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got to be the coolest to be able to pull it off. So clearly, or like a just giant nerd.
1: Which obviously Andrew is, and maybe so yeah. is Aaron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe me too, but you know, most yeah. likely not. I'm probably on the cool side, and less mm-hmm. on like the nerd side. I would say. I mean, yeah. you
1: have a podcast with me where we're—it's kind about of a Bucky coin flip situation, so.
0: Sammy Joe. All right, it's sure, a coin sure, flip sure. situation. It could be one side or the other. We don't know. We don't know.
1: Okay.
0: Let's leave it at that. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. So we cut outside Thanks. to Buffy still walking around the house when a demon drops down from above, like kind of maybe the roof.
2: Uh-huh. Its
1: face is like sort of waxy looking. It's got big eyes and black tentacle things that kind of look like a fancy scarf.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a
1: sweet black cape.
0: That is Buffy sweet. Buffy
1: asks if it just ate a couple of nerds, but it answers with a growl and swings at her, which she dodges. They fight. A trash can is thrown, of course. Then a skinny poker (laughs) juts out of the demon's hand, and he jabs it into Buffy's arm. Ouch. We flash cut to Buffy dressed in all white, screaming and struggling, held down by two orderlies, one of which jabs a needle into her arm in the same spot where the demon just stuck her with his poker. I don't really know what else to call that.
2: A poker? One of
1: the... Spikey? Huh? His spike his spike yeah
0: yeah one of
1: the orderlies says they're going to have to strap her down as we cut to a wider shot and we can see this is taking place in a hospital-like room with a bed that has uh leather restraints in the room buffy struggles Mm -hmm. and cries then starts to go limp and we cut outside the room into a hallway There's a window on the door to the room Buffy is in. A doctor walks by with a patient, kind of like twitching as he walks. We can see more patients and orderlies. And we are in a mental institution, my friend.
0: Yes, we certainly are. This is the institution, yeah?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And we get the intro. After the intro, we come back to the version of Buffy that was fighting the demon, She wakes up leaning against the car that she had been fighting, you know, next to. She's kind of dazed, rubbing her arm. She walks off and we cut to the courtyard of UC Sunnydale the next day. Willow is practicing what to say to Tara. And when she finally sees Tara, uh, then she sees another girl approach and kiss Tara. Uh, It's kind of hard to tell if like it happens on the cheek or the side of the mouth because Mm -hmm. Tara's face is sort of blocking the angle. Right. Um, And Willow's expression, you know, changes from joy to dismay, Mm -hmm. and she turns and walks away. Tara turns and sees her walking away, but kind of, you know, doesn't go after her. Yep. We cut to the Double Meat Palace. Buffy's working the fryer, clearly, you know, kind of spacey. She walks toward the front counter, and her boss, Lorraine, calls her name, and we... Quick flash cut to Buffy in the institution, turning as a nurse, uh, calls her name and tells her that it's time for her drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what's going on here? Where, we, you know, What's reality? And I don't think we get an answer through this whole episode. Mm.
2: Yeah. Maybe. maybe. We'll have maybe. to talk about maybe it at the
0: not. end. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll have
1: to talk about it. All right. Uh, Buffy starts to breathe quickly. And then we cut back to her at the Double Meat Palace. And she says, What? And Lorraine says, "I said if I didn't know any better, I'd think you were on drugs." And Buffy's like, "Okay, good." And yeah. she heads back to the fryer, pulls out the basket of fries, and they are very burnt.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, it's very hard to screw that up though. Just from coming from the fast I food. I was going to ask
1: you. Yeah, because I was the fryer
0: later does not stop beeping; it won't shut up. If you have something in there, because as soon as you put it down, you hit the button to go. 90 seconds later, you got some fries and they're going to start beeping. And if you don't hit the reset button, that thing's going to be really loud and annoying. So,
1: so, you know, but can tough. you put the, put it down and not hit the button? Like what happens if you don't hit the button?
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. You could toast that thing forever. They might have new fry laters now that like you just press a button and it auto raises or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I used to overcook mozzarella sticks like crazy when we had mozzarella sticks because mm-hmm. if you let it go by like an extra 15 to 20 seconds, them things with the cheese were spilling out of the breading.
2: Oh, it was terrible. No.
0: Yeah, it'd come out as one big mozzarella fried biscuit, you know? Oh. <laughs> and I'd just take it out. And I'd just munch on it.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, like, what happens if you, you know, if you ruin the food? Like, what, yeah. what happens? You just throw it out. Or just you put it.
0: Out. you put it in my bin and I just eat it
1: put it in your bin your yeah, trough. yeah yeah
0: my trough you put it in my fried food trough yeah i can't tell you how many hundreds of mozzarella sticks i might have eaten allegedly might have eaten while mm-hmm. i worked there okay yeah yeah a lot and
1: you wonder why they made you scrape the gum off though.
0: yeah i know right i'm like i don't know <laughs> why i'm a crew trainer i can eat all the mozzarella sticks that i want and they're like you know what it's time for him to go and scrape some gum, like do some actual work. Yeah, he war. needs
1: to be taken down a notch.
0: Yeah, because this crew trainer thing, the yellow stripes really gone to his head. He's eating all the mozzarella sticks. We gotta, we gotta put an end to this. <laughs> <laughs> Good point.
1: Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we cut to Buffy's house now. I've now I want French fries, mm-hmm. which I actually yeah. did have some for for dinner.
0: Ooh, life but, hack, Sammy Joe. If you ever go to uh, uh which McCall, McDonald's? Yeah. Get french fries, ask for a side of Big Mac sauce on the side. Dip oh. your your fries in the Big Mac sauce. You're welcome. It's a game changer. Okay. Yep.
1: Well, you know how there's a pizza place near us that makes the Big Mac pizza?
0: Oh yeah that's right I've had that pizza before It's so yeah.
1: good Yeah so we cut to Buffy's house She enters the dining room Willow is on her laptop And tells her that she's checking to see if Xander emailed But he hasn't She tells Buffy that she saw Tara potentially kissing another girl But didn't stick around to find out You know what was really going on Because she felt like magicing her fist through a wall Yeah Buffy says I'm sure they're just friends Once you fall for Willow you stay fallen Which is true Because I've always loved Willow yeah. Then the front door opens and Xander comes in unexpectedly. They group hug him, ask where he's been, but he doesn't say. He just asks if Anya's there and tells him that her suitcase is gone, some of her things are gone and there's a closed sign on the magic box. Uh-oh. She loves making money, so that is
0: that is really no bueno. Bad. You know, yeah, she's fallen from grace. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, he like he says, like, it chills me to the
2: bone. Yeah.
1: Willow says that she left a couple of days ago, and Xander said he blew it, you know, that this wasn't about breaking up. And Willow's like, so you left her at the altar, but you still want to, and Buffy says, you still want to date? And Xander says, I guess. I know that I'm a better person with her in my life, but things got so complicated with the wedding and with my family and with her demons, and what if it all goes to hell and forever? But then I left and ever since I've had this painful hole inside. And he's like, I, I screwed up real bad and Buffy says, Hey, we all screw up.
0: Yeah, which is and, great advice because and something we don't hear enough, you know, about is we yeah. all screw up. Everybody screws yeah. up. Yeah, Everybody totally. has a lot of issues. And I think there's a lot of a lot of pretending like people are perfect. Like, hey, I'm. Oh, God, look no. at my Instagram. It's so perfect, and I'm perfect, and my life's yeah. perfect. And if you just peek behind that curtain and you see the reality of that person's life, yeah, it's just like everybody else's. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's I
2: can got take their really issues, nice man. Photos.
1: I can take really nice photos for Instagram, but you see sure. how messy this this place is behind me.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're both marketers, Sammy Joe. We can market the crap out of our own life. But guess what? It's all a farce. It's all fake. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Definitely. So anybody who acts like they got all their stuff together, you, they don't. You, they haven't the
1: least figured out. And
0: nobody does, and we all screw up. Okay, sage advice.
1: Yes, agreed. All right. Yeah. So speaking of uh, screwing up, we smash cut to Spike walking in a graveyard carrying a grocery bag. He sees <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> You know, that, that's her recent screw-up, basically. Sure, yeah. Uh, he sees Buffy and asks if she's looking for him, and she's like, really not? Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks if she cried at the wedding. She turns, walks back toward him, and fills him in on how Xander left and the wedding didn't happen. Yeah. Spike makes a pointed comment about how some people can't see a good thing when they've got it. But yep. before Buffy can respond, Xander and Willow arrive with stakes, Ready to fight some vamps.
0: Not the kind that you cook. The wooden kind. The
1: wooden kind. The stabbing kind. Yes. Yeah. Xander tells Spike to run along and Spike says, I guess you know all about that, don't you? The Hmm. king of the big big exit. And Xander says, I don't need this crap from you. Seriously. And Spike says, right. Let's not listen to Spike. Might get a bit of truth on you.
0: Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm like, hmm. Mm -hmm. I might need to use that line.
0: That's a good one.
1: Willow gets in between them, but they keep kind of hurling insults at each other. Then Xander punches Spike, while in the background, Buffy gets dizzy, nearly collapses onto a bench, and we cut to Buffy in the institution, grabbing her head as a doctor asks if she can hear him. He asks if she knows where she is, and she says, Sunnydale? And the doctor says, no, none of that's real, none of it. You're in a mental institution. You've been with us now for six years. Do you remember? And Buffy looks shocked.
0: Yeah, what's up here, huh? Uh, oh. I'm getting the willies. Mm-hmm. What's what's going on here? Is this how they're going to finish
2: out the whole show?
0: It's going to oh, be a real yeah. dark twist, if true, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the whole rest of these 2 seasons, you know, just imagine, just mm-hmm. just Buffy trying to get through real life. Is this why everybody hates on the last 2 seasons, Sammy Joe? Because I don't it know. takes you're a gonna, you're gonna have takes to Takes a Roseanne turn where we're you know remember how Roseanne ended?
1: No, I don't.
0: So the last season was like all a fever dream or something. Like they won the lottery or something, and and then like they they woke up and they're like, oh, everything's fine and normal again. It's something crazy like that. I can't say oh. I actually watched it. I just have heard about it. You know.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, don't doesn't everybody hate on the last season a loss too? So.
0: That's what Maybe I've heard. Maybe not the
1: last season, but at least the ending, I know.
0: Yeah. I mean, most people hate on the ends of most shows, and it's yeah. mostly because they just want it to go on forever. Let's be honest.
1: I don't know. I can think of a lot of shows that I feel like ended really well. Sopranos. I think Breaking, Breaking Bad ended really well. Yeah. I've heard Sopranos ended really well. I don't, I don't know for sure. I uh, think Six split. Feet Some Under. Some people hate
2: it. Six yeah. Feet Under,
1: I think, ended really well. Okay. Um We'll just have I, to see. Yeah, I At least two. I guess I won't tell you my opinion about Buffy. Yeah, don't
0: tell until me. Until we get there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's more. Oh, I watched Ted Lasso and Oh yeah.
0: I haven't seen season three yet, so no spoilers.
1: I'm pretty sure this is the last season.
0: Yeah. Like That's what I've heard.
1: And I liked the way that it ended. I okay. was kind of an emotional mess. Okay.
2: All right. So <laughs> Good to know.
1: um, I thought Friends had a good ending. Didn't really like the show other than that, but, you know, yeah. I thought the ending was nice.
0: Yeah. I don't remember it, but. Yeah. I'll get to it eventually, though, because we're binge watching Friends again.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway. um Yeah. So, pretty wild. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Buffy looks shocked, and we cut back to the graveyard. We see Spike fall to the ground as Willow and Xander rush over to Buffy and then we flash back to the asylum or institution. Uh, The doctor tells Buffy it's okay and she kind of crawls further, like retreats further into the corner of her room, banks her head on the wall. Then she turns to see her mom and dad. Joyce kneels down and says, welcome home, sweetie.
0: What's up? Huh? This is crazy. Oh. We haven't seen Joyce in a you know while Sammy Joe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She looks good. She does look good. She hasn't aged a day.
1: No, and her dad's there too. You yeah, and
0: you know what? He's never been there, so I don't know. This is what makes me think that it's all just fake, fake Rooney, because that guy he's been, he's been MIA.
1: Well, I think it's interesting. So I think we can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you
0: can't give up anything, can you?
1: Well, we can, I don't want to talk about it yet. I think, we, oh. I think we got to talk about our feelings at the end and like okay. what we think is All going right. on. I do have trivia from both Joss Whedon and Marty Noxon, but I don't know if I'm going to share it because I think it might sway how you feel Okay. about things. All um, right. But anyway, so yeah, Buffy says, Mom. And Joyce, crying, says, oh, baby, you're really here. And the doctor says, she's lucid. Keep talking. Maybe the sound of your voice will ground her. Hank and Joyce both say nice things to Buffy. But Buffy turns away, puts her hands over her head and cries. And then we flash to the cemetery. Willow and Xander help Buffy up. Then, you know, they start to leave. Spike tells him to put ice on the back of her neck and picks up his bag and walks away, saying softly, she likes that. I thought that was kind
0: of nice. Yeah, it's kind of sad, too. It's like, oh, Spike does care in a way. And he wants to help, but he's not allowed to help because he's just a creep. I'm a creep. I'm a a a widow. widow.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, We cut to Buffy's house where she tells Willow and Xander and Dawn that she's been having hallucinations after a demon, you know, poked or stung her. And she was in an institution and Sunnydale wasn't real. And Xander says, Oh, come on, that's ridiculous. What? You think this isn't real just because of all the vampires and demons and ex vengeance demons and the sister that used to be a big ball of universe destroying energy? And, like, as he's saying it, he's like, Oh, like, I don't think I'm helping my case here. Yeah. Uh, And Buffy says, You know, that it felt real and her parents were there and together like they were before Sunnydale. Willow jumps up, ready to research, and tells Xander to hit up the demon bars while she and Dawn check online.
0: Ready to research, ready to rumble. That should be her t-shirt that she sells.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, And then suddenly we flash to the institution. Buffy sits in a chair in the doctor's office. Hank and Joyce are there as well. And the doctor is saying that there's a possibility for a full recovery, but they need to be careful. Uh, so I'm going to have us do some lines here. And okay. I'll have you be the doctor because I feel like that's uh in your wheelhouse.
0: Sure. But first, you have to say, doctor, doctor, give me the news."
1: Okay. But I have a line before that.
0: Can you just so. add it on to Joyce's line? That'd be helpful for my character, at least. Okay. It's part of my development of this character. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm just going to say it to you now. Okay. Doctor, doctor, give me the news.
0: All right, I'm taking off my glasses. Okay, you can't see this in the podcast, but taking off my glasses. I'm going to chew on the end of it and continue your lines.
1: Okay, thanks, Giles. (laughs) So I'll be Joyce and Hank, and you can be the doctor. Joyce says, are you saying that Buffy could be like she was before any of this happened?
0: Mrs. Summers, you have to understand the severity of what's happened to your daughter. And I sit on the edge of my desk, still chewing my glasses, of course. Because
1: always that's a doctor move.
0: For the last six years, she's been in an undifferentiated type of schizophrenia.
1: Hank says, we know what her condition is. That's not what we're asking.
0: Shut up, Dad. Sorry. Uh.
1: (laughs) You're not puffy. (laughs) (laughs) And also that she doesn't say that.
0: (laughs) Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was getting into it. Mm -hmm. All right. Is it my line now?
1: Yeah, because you're the doctor, not Buffy. I'm the doctor.
0: I'm the doctor. <clears throat> <clears throat> Buffy's delusions are multi-layered. She believes she's some type of hero.
1: The slayer.
0: The slayer, right. But that's only one level. She's also created an intricate latticework to support her primary delusion. In her mind, she's the central figure in a fantastic world beyond imagination. She's surrounded herself with friends, most with their own superpowers, who are as real as her or as you or me.
1: Real to her as you or me.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay. More so, unfortunately. Together they face grand, overblown conflicts against an assortment of monsters, both imaginary and rooted in actual myth. Every time we think we're getting through to her, more fanciful enemies magically appear.
1: And then Buffy jumps in and says that Warren and Jonathan did this to her and the doctor tries to calm her down. Buffy mentions Dawn and her dad says that's the sister, right? And the doctor says, "A magical key. Here, I'll have you. I'll have you read this because Yeah, please uh, let
0: the doctor, let the doctor <laughs> give you the news."
1: <laughs> right. So the doctor says,
0: "A magical key." Buffy inserted Dawn into her delusion, actually rewriting the entire history of it to accommodate a need for a familial bond.
1: And then he says to Buffy...
0: Buffy, but that created inconsistencies, didn't it? Your sister, your friends, all of those people you created in Sunnydale, they aren't as comforting as they once were, are they? They're coming apart.
1: Yeah, and so, like, if we think about it, right? If we think about it from... What we're seeing in yeah. like the Buffy verse, like yeah, right, <laughs> like
2: yeah, well,
0: you put things it out are not there. as
1: comforting right now for her.
0: Yeah, this, so, you know, the story's kind of checking out.
1: It's kind of checking out. Yeah, right. It's yeah,
0: kind of wacky, wacky Wednesday.
1: The Doctor points out to Buffy that she used to create grand villains to battle, but uh-huh. now it's just three pathetic little men who like to play with toys. <laughs> he says,
0: "Hey." You know, watch it.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, again, you think about it, right? It's like we've had all these big bads. We're 17 episodes right. into Buffy. and
0: It's, it's kind of a meta meta commentary on this season thus far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's kind of like pointing at themselves being like, this is really stupid, right? We don't even have a big bad. This well, is almost I mean, like Buffy's losing her mind. Do <laughs> or do they?
1: Or do they? Because you keep saying it's not the trio, but yeah, it's themselves. We don't have another option. Somebody so... else is
0: the big bad. Um, I hate to say it, but it could be could be one of the one of the one of the group. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, the doctor. Um. Yeah. So you know, pathetic little. Could it men be who Buffy, Sammy Joe.
0: What if Buffy's the big bad? What if she becomes her own worst enemy?
1: I mean, that's kind of what. Maybe This is this what episode happens is in this positing. episode, right? Yeah, I think right. I had that
0: thought. I was like, what if Buffy becomes the big bad? Right. Well, all right. That it's gonna would be a going to be interesting to twist. hear your predictions.
1: Yeah. You should write that down. I would agree.
0: Maybe. I won't, but I'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we cut to uh Andrew and Warren arriving at their hideout. Jonathan demands to know where they've been, and Warren's like, oh, we're just picking up stuff watching Buffy on the van surveillance and Andrew's demon has done a real number on her. Jonathan wants to know what stuff they picked up. Like he's getting suspicious here, you know, but Warren doesn't tell him. So Jonathan starts to leave and Warren stops him asking where he's going. And Jonathan says that he's going to go get some stuff. Warren tells him that it's a bad idea. You know, things aren't safe out there for them to be alone but things are going to be picking up for them. They just need to stick together. Jonathan does not look reassured by this. Nope. We cut to Buffy looking at a photo. Wait, is this when
0: he says we're going to need three more people? Is this when he says that?
1: Yeah. No, Andrew says, so yeah, they're talking about some some kind of they're looking they look at a safe and yeah. they're talking about some kind of heist right and they're like i think i think we really need eight more people
0: <laughs> that's what it is i need eight more people and then one of them says like i should have never let him watch that movie or something yes yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, warren says i should have never let you watch that movie
0: right which you is got the a reference, reference to oh you tell 11. me ocean's yeah. 11 man it's one of the <laughs> best movies made you know
1: yeah yeah 2001 so that was gonna- that was going to be in my trivia. I love Steven that you caught Soderbergh.
0: that. Steven Soderbergh. I saw it in movie theaters. It's a magical time. Oh, it, I've, one, I'm, one I'm pretty sure
1: I saw it in movie theaters, too.
0: Oh, so good. So, so good.
1: good. Yeah. I got to watch that again.
0: Uh-huh. For sure.
1: Um, yeah. So then we cut to Buffy looking at a photo of Joyce, Hank, and her when she was little. And, you know, there's no Dawn in this photo. Just the three of them. Yeah. Uh, and Willow enters and says she found the demon. She shows Buffy a paper with the, with like a drawing of the demon. And she says, it's going to be okay. It's pokey stinger carries an antidote to its own poison. Buffy looks back at the photo of her family and says she feels so lost that even, you know, she felt that even before, even before the demon, she's, she felt so detached. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do a few more lines. Okay. And I will be Willow and you can be Buffy. All right. And so Willow's trying to reassure her. And she says, You are not in an institution. You have never been in an institution. Yes, I have. What?
0: Back when I saw my first vampires, I got so scared told my parents and they completely freaked out they thought there was something seriously wrong with me so they sent me to a clinic
1: you never said anything
0: i was only there a couple of weeks i stopped talking about it and they let me go eventually my parents just forgot
1: god that's horrible
0: what if i'm still there what if i
2: never left that clinic Mm.
0: yeah what if huh what if this is Mm -hmm. all just a crazy fever dream
2: yeah
1: so willow tells her you know that she isn't still there it's in the past and they're going to get her the antidote uh, because xander is hunting the demon now buffy starts to protest that he can't do it alone and willow says they got help and we smash cut to spike and xander walking through the woods. Xander is holding a rifle. Spike is ranting about how, you know, ridiculous and selfish it is that Buffy thinks none of them are real. And then he's like, on the other hand, it might explain some things. This all being in that twisted brain of hers. Yeah. Thinks up some chip in my head. Make me soft. Fall in love with her. Then turn me into her sodden sex slave. And Xander's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> huh? What? And Spike is like, blah. Nah, you know,
2: don't worry about alternate, it. Alternative nah,
1: realities, you know. talking <laughs> about." So Xander kind of lets it go. And then uh, then Spike makes a jab about Xander leaving Anya at the altar again. But then the demon leaps out and Spike says, oh, balls. You didn't say it was a glark gul I cannot say this. boy. Glark-glark.
0: Why don't you paste it into the chat here and I
1: will. glark gul There you
0: go. You nailed it.
1: Nailed it. glark Also,
0: God bless you.
1: Thank you. You try and say that.
0: Yeah, it's a Glark Ghoul Kashnik.
1: Yeah, you missed a bunch of letters.
0: Kashmaznik. <laughs> 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 yeah, Glark Ghoul Kashmaznik.
1: Gar- glark Ghoul
0: Kashmaznik.
1: Glark And Xander says, because I can't say Glark. And then the demon <laughs> knocks him to the ground. <laughs> Spike um gets back up. Wait, Spike goes Wait, a few he got rounds. you knocked with- down? Uh, Z- uh no, sorry. Xander got knocked down.
0: Oh, he got knocked down, but then he got back up again.
1: Yeah, but not for but a little he's bit. Never
0: gonna get knocked down again. Please
1: don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Spike goes a few rounds with the demon, and Xander fires a dart into its chest. The demon knocks Spike back, and Xander jumps into the fray, punches the demon. Then he's knocked back again, and Spike gets back up.
0: (laughs) Don't do this to me. Don't
1: do this to me. (laughs) Uh, Xander shoots the demon with another dart. Spike knocks the demon out. At Buffy's house, Buffy is sitting on her bed when Dawn brings her some tea and she says that Buffy's burning up and Buffy's like, I should be taller than you. Mm. And Dawn's like, What? <laughs> Arr. Arr. Like she's she's like trying to figure out these inconsistencies, you know? Right. Sure. Um and then she says that, you know, they need to try harder. And also, like, you know, genetics are weird, okay? My younger brother's way taller than me. Yeah. Uh yeah. But I guess we technically have different parents. OK. So. Well, we have the same dad, different moms. But whatever. Genetics are crazy. Okay? So Mm -hmm. you you can't figure that stuff out. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: We flash to the asylum to Joyce telling Buffy that she doesn't have a sister. And she tells Buffy to say it. So Buffy says, I don't have a sister. And then she starts to say that the monks made, made, you know, Dawn. Hank tells her that it's her mind playing tricks on her. Joyce says that she's their one and only. And they want to bring her home and take care of her. We flash back to Buffy in her room with Dawn, who says, I'm not even there, am I? You said it a second ago. You don't oh, have a sister. here we go. You of know course, what? Of course, she makes it about her, and hey, she Dawn, storms out.
0: We're kind of going through something right now, okay, that doesn't involve you. All right? Yeah,
1: obviously, it doesn't involve her, and so, that's why she's upset.
0: Why don't you just D your way out of it? Because...
1: Sounds a lot like my sister, just saying.
0: <sighs> oh, boy.
1: You can keep that in.
0: <laughs> Wowzers! Okay,
1: it's okay. She doesn't listen because it's not about her.
0: <laughs> oh boy! All right.
1: You know what? Families are complicated. Okay.
0: <laughs> Very complicated. Yikes!
1: Gloves are coming off. Mm. I'm going through some shit, Pat. Yeah, I okay? can tell. I can tell. <laughs> uh, maybe this is also why I don't like Dawn. <laughs> In the basement, uh, Xander and Spike are struggling with the now conscious, again, demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wrapped in chains. Willow stabs the demon in the arm with a pitchfork, and Ooh. its spike thing shoots out of its arm, which she snaps off, puts into a jar, and then she tells Xander to get alkanet Root and Nettle Leaf from the magic shop for their healing properties, not for magic. Mm. Which fact,
2: Ooh, these here we are go.
1: both- real herbs, Pat?
0: Yeah, can you throw it in your tea?
1: Well, uh nettle leaf, yes. I would <laughs> not do that with alkanet root. So alkanet no. root, I actually use a lot. People use it as like a natural dye. Um, yeah. I I actually use it in my tinted lip balm.
0: Oh, so it's kind of pinky?
1: Yeah, it's it it show it depends on what you're putting it in, but um in oil, it shows as like really dark red. So when we ultimately see the antidote, it looks very dark.
2: Gotcha. It looks
1: kind of like blood, actually. And, okay. and that is pretty consistent with what alkanet root looks like. Mm-hmm. Um when you put it in the right thing. It looks different in water. Um I think it's maybe more like black, dark in water. Okay. Um but it's not, I don't really know of any medicinal uses for it. I do know it's not really supposed to be taken internally, so it's really not something Buffy should have been drinking. Right. Um, but nettle is a great multi-purpose herb. It's rich in vitamins and minerals, so it nourishes and supports the whole body. It's mm. great to have in tea when you're feeling sluggish or just need kind of a boost of nutrients. Mm. Um, I'm actually drinking a tea Right now, with oh, nettle in it.
2: Wow. And some of that's my herbal teas call that I make. a, dee- a teaser! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: some of the teas that I make um, for apothecary have nettle in them.
0: Okay.
2: So cool. it's, that's, it's that's very... That's pretty nettle, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good herb. Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, Spike chains the demon up to a pole. As Willow and Xander start to leave, and Willow says that she's going to brew up the antidote the old-fashioned way in the campus lab, doing some science again. Mm -hmm. Next day, um, Willow wakes Buffy up. She's holding a mug and tells Buffy that it's the antidote. She tells her to drink it all, and things will go back to normal. Spike enters and asks how Buffy is. Willow tells him to make sure that Buffy drinks all of the antidote. And she leaves to go and check on Dawn.
0: Antidote. You say that funny. Antidote? Antidote.
1: Antidote? Antidote. 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 How am I supposed to say it?
0: I mean, you can say it however you want, you, you know. Antidote? Yeah, there you go.
1: What? Antid- oh, I mean, was that's... I saying antidote?
0: Yeah, antidote. Oh, antidote. I don't know.
1: I feel like I probably usually say antidote, but... <laughs> when you Maybe read it I it's was... different
0: sometimes when you read words it comes out yeah. different
1: yeah when yeah. i read it it's like anti-dote.
0: antidote antidote
1: yeah yeah uh i don't know why you have to constantly be negging me for my I language just think,
0: i'm not negging <laughs> i just think it's i think it's fun to uh you know to, to hear what we say sometimes Mm, It's fun. Okay. Pick it apart, you know? Well, hear what I'm saying right now, Pat. It's what makes us (laughs) interesting, creative human beings is our differences. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Sometimes. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So then Buffy tells Spike to leave her alone, that he's not part of her life. And he gives her an ultimatum. He's like, tell your friends about us or I will. And then he leaves. Buffy closes her eyes, takes a deep breath, and then pours the contents of the mug into the trash. And this is where we can see it's kind of thick. It looks like blood.
0: Yeah. Blood.
1: Um, Blood. (laughs) We flash to the asylum. Buffy tells the doctor, I don't want to go back there. She's sitting on her bed. Hank and Joyce standing beside her. She says, I want to be healthy again. What do I have to do?
0: Well, first, got to sign up for uh, health tracks.
1: Health uh, tracks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> CrossFit.
1: Sign up for CrossFit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of these crazy culty right. workout yeah. situations. First, sign up for
0: that, and then if you sign on to our monthly platinum plan, actually, you'll be really healthy very quickly. So Yeah, there you yeah. go. Just sign here, here, and there, initial down there, and it's a 12-month commitment to start with. Mm-hmm. And, and there are no oh, refunds. You missed one right there. Yeah, this is where you put your credit card in. And we have and Square. And if you
1: don't show up, we charge you an extra $300. Yeah. It no auto-renews
0: three months ahead of time, just so you know. Okay.
1: Yeah. And if you don't cancel two months yeah. ahead of that, yeah. then you... Are liable right. for the next twelve
0: months. And what's funny is that there's a four month grace period. That well, it's not grace. It's kind of anti grace, anti grace. You know, mm-hmm. depending on how you pronounce it. <laughs> sure. But uh, you know, you're actually not allowed to cancel within that grace period, anti grace period. So you know, you have about a two and a half day window that you can cancel. But if you miss that, you you just sign on for another year of health, which is actually good news. So yeah, don't you want to health, health tracks?
1: where we fast tracks your health
0: we fast tracks everything including your credit cards
1: (laughs) but slow tracks yeah any sort of refund
0: yeah mm, yeah that one's in the mail (laughs) good luck (laughs) good luck good luck and stay healthy health tracks
1: (laughs) (laughs) so buffy says she wants to go home with her parents and Joyce says she needs to get better first. The doctor tells her that she has to rid her mind of all the things that support her hallucinations, her friends. Mm-hmm. He says, last summer, when you had a momentary awakening, it was them that pulled you back in. And Joy says, they're not really your friends, Buffy. They're just tricks keeping you from getting healthy.
0: Silly the doc- Slayer. Tricks are for kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the doctor says you have to do whatever it takes to convince yourself of that, Buffy. Whatever it takes.
0: Whatever it takes.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like you think about this, right? Like this is a, this is okay. Like it's not pretty. Buffy's in an asylum, sure, but she's got her parents, and they're together. That's a right. pretty, that's a pretty offer on the other side.
0: Right, yeah, to go to the other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of a boring life, though. Mm. I mean, but what are you going to do? Is she
1: super thrilled with her life right now?
0: Well, right now. But, you know, as a whole, you have to look at your life cumulatively.
2: All right, yeah. that's a word. Sure, sure. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: cumulatively. <laughs> I've you definitely ha- heard that before.
2: You have to
1: look at <laughs> mean the cumulatively? whole
0: kitten caboodle, okay? Mm. So you got to see the whole thing. You can't just zoom in on one section of your life because that ain't the whole thing, all right? You got a lot of baggage that comes along with that section that you're zooming into, Mm
2: -hmm. you know?
0: So as a whole, she's had some pretty cool experiences, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, thing's a little bleak. Might be working at a double meat palace. Okay.
1: Mom is dead. Dad is not around. Dad's not around. She's got a brat sister.
0: Well, brat sister for sure. She's died twice. Yourself has died. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. Yeah. Uh, So, you know. Yeah. Giles has moved across the pond. Giles is gone. So, I mean, for me, because Giles is gone, I might sign on the line right there. Because I'm like, no Giles. No no dice. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Yeah. But- You know, I think just she's got to look at the whole thing before she makes any rash decisions.
1: I mean, I think it's kind of hard for her to do that, though.
0: Yeah, I know. It's complicated.
1: Yeah. So Buffy stares blankly ahead, and then we flash to Buffy coming around a corner in her house, kind of alarming Willow, like, huh, you know? Yeah. Sneaking up.
2: Sure.
0: Sure.
1: She asks if the antidote, Willow asks Buffy if the antidote worked, and Buffy says that she's still dazed, but better, and Willow says, no more cuckoo's nest? (laughs) Buffy shakes her head.
0: That's not okay to say.
1: (laughs) No, but that is a reference to one flew over the cuckoo's nest. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what that is. (laughs) Uh, Buffy shakes her head no and, and Willow says, well, we still have the big bad all tranked out down in the basement
2: in case it didn't <laughs> tranked work. Tranked <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> in case it didn't work and we need more parts. You Smart. ever wish
0: you could self-trank?
1: Oh yeah. All the like,
0: time. you know, like those days where you're just like, I need 10 hours of sleep. Yes. And I got to make this brain stop moving. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just look down with a straw and a dart and right into my thigh <laughs> and then just, just wake up the next out. morning and be like oh my god i feel so much better
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and have no negative effects
0: right no negative effects you know it's completely organic it yeah. barely leaves a mark in your leg mm-hmm. yeah i would Not be you you notice because
1: you're out you're so. out
0: right but uh you know someone's got to take out the dart in the morning so usually that's you unless you have a really loving uh you know uh partner Yeah. Life partner who can pull the dart out while you're
2: (laughs) passed (laughs) out. Honey, did you
0: get the dart? Oh, it's still in my leg. Oh, Ah, God. I rolled over and smooshed it in. It's really, this doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can you put the coffee on the burner? I'm going to need extra coffee this morning.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I think about that all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Not specifically a dart, but just the just idea that it like would be great to just. Well, turn I know my that brain there's off.
0: pills that some people take that just knock yeah. you right out, but that freaks me out. I'm not ready for that. It
1: freaks me out too, and I mean, I will say, I definitely when Dave and I went to Europe, and I knew, you know, the <laughs> I want to say time travel. It's not time travel. <laughs> time travel. What? <laughs> I knew. I knew like the time zone difference was gonna Yo, mess yeah, me yeah. up. And mm-hmm. we were going to, you know, be arriving like the next day in London and had to be awake that night. Right. So I was like, I'm going to have to sleep on a plane and I've never done that before. I did take, um, I took like a natural supplement that knocked me out and it was um, like it was melatonin and there was like lavender oh, and chamomile in it or I've something. I've had
0: melatonin. That stuff works. Yeah, it yeah. does.
1: Um, So, you know. I mean sometimes I don't know if I can take that while pregnant. Melatonin? Might be work it's probably I would imagine, but you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff that you can't do. So Yeah. They should rebrand and call it
0: melotonin. Yeah. Right? They should. It's right there in the in the name. You know, it is. They gotta talk to us. You know. They do. We can fix up a lot of brands. We can. We can just make it. It's not a brand, it's just a it's just a I don't know. We can we, just what, buy what it, repackage Supplement?
2: it and you <laughs> as <know>.
0: melatonin. <laughs> yeah. And then and then in parentheses melatonin.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I like it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it up.
1: Um so anyway, Buffy, you know, nods about the fact that the big bad is cranked out in the basement <laughs> and Willow <laughs> offers to make her some food. A little while later there's a knock at the door and it's Xander. And he says I'm I'm clean and with a better smell now.
0: Mmm. He calls for his Xander's leather jacket way too big on him. That's all I gotta say.
1: Yeah, he tends to wear baggy clothes.
0: Yeah, I guess. That was the style though, I think.
1: This isn't season two, Xander. Season one, season two, Xander.
2: Oh yeah. This
1: isn't go fish Xander.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, so he calls for his friends, but nobody answers. And then he finds Buffy in the kitchen. She tells him that she's better now. And Xander says that they, you know, should go and take care of the demon in the basement. And he starts to ramble on about how crazy Spike is. Buffy whacks him over the head with a frying pan.
0: Oof, it's just classic cartoon. Which doesn't violence. knock him
1: out. Like he just kind of he's like he's dazed he's knocked down but he's not out does he get back up again uh,
2: (laughs) oh i can't do this
1: to me patrick (laughs) Uh,
2: um then they they,
1: (laughs) they struggle she finally knocks him out drags him down the stairs where he momentarily wakes up to see willow lying on the floor tied up mouth duct taped
2: Oh, yeah. Buffy
1: stands above them all creepy-like and then looks at the demon still chained up.
0: And she's like, you want some of this, big boy? Some meat for (laughs) you. Yeah, frying up some violence. That's a good one.
1: She goes upstairs, locks the door uh, to the basement, calls for Dawn, and when she doesn't answer, she goes to her room and sees Dawn packing some things to stay at Janice's. Yeah, yeah. She tells Dawn she's not going anywhere, that she needs to go downstairs with the others because it's the only way I can get healthy. She grabs Dawn and Dawn runs, and a chase ensues. Dawn keeps closing doors and Buffy keeps kicking them in. Buffy tells Dawn that she's a trap for her mind. Dawn pleads with her that she's real, and Buffy says, Sure, you know, that this is real. And Buffy says, Sure it is. Because what's more real? A sick girl in an institution? Or some kind of super girl chosen to fight demons and save the world. And she kind of (laughs) stops and, like, smiles to herself. And she's like, that's
2: ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
1: Dawn closes the door. She, like, has run into Willow's bedroom at this point. Closes the door. Then Buffy kicks it in and says, a girl who sleeps with a vampire she hates. Yeah, that makes sense. She grabs Dawn. And then we cut to them in the basement. Buffy I'm like, tapes- oh, no,
0: not Dawn. Don't drag oh, her in the basement. Dawn. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. She goes okay. first. Sweet Dawn. Bye, Dawn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Buffy tapes her mouth, and then we pull back to see that she is also tied up on the floor next to Willow and Sam.
0: Oh, no, not Dawn. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, don't um, take her. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs>
1: In the institution, Joyce and the doctor soothe Buffy. They tell her not to stress. Take it easy on herself. Back in the basement, Xander comes to, and now he's tied to another pole, uh, and Buffy asks, oh, he asks Buffy what she's doing as Buffy goes to the demon and unchains him. The mm. demon advances on Xander, who yells for Buffy to help him. He kicks the demon. Then we cut upstairs to Tara arriving at the house, which apparently no one ever locks that front door.
0: No, why would you? It's only like there's uh, Hellmouth in town that know. can just ex- excrete a bunch <laughs> of demons <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> at any moment.
1: Yeah. We see Xander doing his best to kick the demon away from him, and the demon yanks on him hard enough to break his bonds. Then we flash to Buffy in the asylum. She throws herself against the wall. She's struggling. You know, Joyce goes to her and tells her it's not real. In the basement, um, Buffy crouches next to a wall under the stairs as Xander begs her to help, Tara starts to walk down the basement stairs. She says something, and the ropes loosen on Willow and Dawn so they can kind of, like, get up. Tara says something else, and a bookcase falls over onto the demon, so she's kind of casting some spells here, Mm-hmm. doing some magics. Tara walks further down the stairs, but Buffy grabs her ankle from underneath, and Tara falls down. Willow rushes over to help. We flash to the asylum. Buffy is whimpering in the corner. Joyce says she believes in her. Go back to the basement. Dawn tries to fight the demon. Buffy calls from, you know, where she is. She says, Xander. And then Willow swings a bat at the demon and Buffy, we cut to Buffy in the asylum yelling, Willow! And she bangs her head against the wall. Willow, Joyce... I
0: just love that movie. That mil- w- that movie that's called Willow, Ron Howard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Val Kilmer is in it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. She's screaming about Willow the movie.
1: No, she's screaming about her friend.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: She bangs her head against the wall and Joyce tells her to fight it. And she says, you're too good to give in. You can beat this thing. Be strong, baby. Okay. I know you're afraid. I know the world feels like a hard place sometimes, but you've got people who love you. Your dad and I, we have all the faith in the world in you will always be with you. Buffy starts to calm down, and Joyce continues, You've got a world of strength in your heart. I know you do. You just have to find it again.
2: Mm. Believe
1: in yourself.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: She strokes Buffy's hair. So nice. Good mom.
0: (laughs) It's nice to see Joyce
2: again.
1: Yeah, and Buffy looks up at her and says, You're right. Thank you. And smiles. And she whispers goodbye. And Joyce faces Joyce's face falls, and we cut back to the basement. Buffy stands up and then wallops the demon, eventually punching through to its guts, and her hand oh, comes yeah. out all slimy. She's
0: got goo on her hand, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got got goo. demon yep. goo. Yeah. She
1: turns to her friends and they all get up and she says, I'm so sorry. And Xander says, we're okay. It's all okay. Willow tells her to sit down, but Buffy says that she can't until she has the antidote. So Willow says, you know, they'll make more. (laughs) Everything will be okay. (laughs) We flash to the doctor, shining a flashlight into Buffy's eyes in the institution. He looks over his shoulder and he says, I'm sorry. There's no reaction at all. I'm afraid we lost her. And we... The camera pulls slowly out to reveal the doctor sitting on a chair next to Buffy. Buffy's parents are behind him. Joyce is sobbing. Hank puts his arm around his wife and hugs her. We continue pulling out to reveal the shackled bed.
2: Oh, and we man. continue
1: pulling it back out through the closed door with its tiny window.
2: Yikes and blackout Blackout.
0: Wow.
1: Wow,
0: jeez, where is this season going, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't know, but I kind of love this episode because it is a yeah. real mind trip.
0: It sure, because you're
1: like, what? Which of these is real?
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I'm very confused, Yeah, yeah.
1: You got any other final thoughts? What do you think?
0: Nope. Do I you don't know. Say I don't know whether this is
1: real or not.
0: I have no idea. I don't know how to fall down on this. You know, I yeah. feel like it's going to keep coming back. That's all. I... Yeah, I feel like they're going to drag this one out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be a breaking point with Buffy. And maybe she's the big bad at the end. I don't know.
2: I don't know. Okay. This is crazy.
0: Maybe she's what the it... big bad for this season. And then next season, it's like a return to form. Yeah. That's how it should end, at least. Okay. Yeah.
1: Did you like this episode, though? The whole kind of... I didn't
0: know if I... I don't know if I liked it. I don't think I liked I thought it was like... I don't like it when I don't know what's happening, because I just See, feel... I,
1: d- I said to Dave, I was like, this is the original Inception.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. You know, when it's jumping around back and forth, I'm kind of like, Sigh. I just kind of wish that there was a just like a silly monster of the week that we could just focus on for a little.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why yeah. this season's pretty rough, but yeah. I I do like... I, you know, I don't always love things to be spoon-fed to me. So yep. I kind of love when things are twisted around and you're like, "Okay, I didn't see that coming." Yeah, you know? I don't
0: like things being spoon-fed to me either. Like I like when it's like hidden and like really like like you got to work for it, you know? Like mm-hmm. like you really got to think about <laughs> it, you know? Like really really rattle and nothing it around ever gets and in you, your yeah.
2: Yeah. Like lost. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I love it when the time jumps around too. Back and forth, back and forth, 30 years. Back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh, sure. Friends become enemies, enemies become friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No other final thoughts. (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: Then I'll move on to trivia. All right. So Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, was on All My Children. Before Buffy, well, get as... them off all
0: your children.
2: <laughs> 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 she
1: played the daughter of Susan Lucci, but she later appears on one of the last episodes as an unnamed character. She plays a well dressed and you know, coherent young woman brought in from the town for medication because she claimed she saw vampires. Really. Thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a tie-in, huh? Yeah. Oh, like a little uh, little crossover. Yep.
1: Yeah. And we already talked about the Ocean's Eleven reference. Uh, so, yeah, that premiered a few months before this episode aired.
0: Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Great movie.
1: Yeah. Um, so, do you want me to tell you what Joss Whedon's and Marty Noxon's commentary was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... On the theory that this episode revealed Buffy's actual world, Joss Whedon says how important it is in the scheme of the Buffy narrative is really up to the person watching. If they decide that the entire thing is all playing out in some crazy person's head, well, the joke of the thing to us was, it is, and that crazy person is me it was kind of the ultimate postmodern look at the concept of a writer writing a show, which is not the sort of thing we usually do on the show.
0: See, this is what I was saying. It's kind of meta in that yeah. way. It's commentary the show, and
1: right. That show, Right. The show had merit in itself because it raised the question, how can you live in this world and be sane? But at the right. same time, the idea amused me very much and we played on it a little bit. How come her little sister is taller than her? What yeah. What was Adam's plan? <laughs>
2: Oh
0: yeah, Adam.
1: Uh, we play it on the crazy things we came up with time and time again to make this fantasy, 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 fantasy. show work, <laughs> and <laughs> call them into question the way any normal person would. Um, but ultimately, the entire series takes place in the mind of a lunatic locked up somewhere in Los Angeles. If that's the if that's what the viewer wants,
2: okay. And then he
1: says, personally, I think it really happened. But he's leaving it up to the viewer to interpret.
2: Okay. All right.
1: Um, and I I won't say all of what Marty Noxon says, but she, you know, she kind of is a little bit more on the side of like, um, you know, no, this was like a fake out. She said, I don't want to denigrate what the whole show has meant. If Buffy's not empowered, then what are we saying? If Buffy's crazy, then there's no girl power. It's all fantasy. And the show stands for the opposite of that, which that it isn't just a fantasy. There should be girls that can kick ass. Yeah. Um. So she said, so I'd be really sad if we made that statement at the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. But, you know...
0: Like well Joss that puts Whedon to said. bed some of my uh some of my theories perhaps
1: well like, maybe maybe not it's
0: helping inform some yeah. of my predictions okay all right
1: but yeah i mean i think it's sort of up to interpretation and there are certainly a lot of interesting fan theories
0: yeah certainly
1: At Comic-Con 2013, while speaking about this episode, Whedon mentioned that during his time writing Astonishing X-Men, he envisioned Cyclops, whose real name is Scott Summers, making a reference to a female cousin of his who had been sent to a mental institution for believing she was a demon hunter. However, he could not find an appropriate place in the storyline to fit it in, and therefore it was never featured.
0: Oh, okay. Kind of cool? Kind of cool
1: yeah so there we go that's buffy all
0: right well great trivia interesting episode now it's time after two week hiatus or maybe even three weeks i can't (laughs) tell yeah we're gonna head back to lost This is Lost, Season 5, Episode 14. This one is titled The Variable. And the original air date is April ninth, 2009, written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Paul Edwards. Your predictions, Sammy Dill.
1: So uh, in Episode 107 of this podcast, I said that Ellie is Eloise Hawking, the blonde woman who escorted Faraday to the bomb was Ellie slash Eloise, Faraday's mom, and he knew that he was talking to a young version of his mother. In episode 109 of this podcast, so the last time we watched Lost, I said the reason the dead body was brought to Dr. Chang was because they're testing if they can resurrect people, or at least they need dead bodies for some <laughs> sort of test.
0: Okay. Okay. Good predictions. We start this episode off Sammy Joe in a hospital ER hallway where Desmond is being rushed Crossover. into a mer- Oh yeah. Into the emergency center. Emergency center? Emergency room?
1: Emergency room?
0: Yeah, sur- surgery room. I don't know. What have you? Okay? Little yeah. Charlie yells for her, her? His, his daddy? And Penny tells little Charlie, "Daddy's going
2: to be okay."
0: It's heartbreaking. Whenever I see kids like crying for parents.
2: Oh I, yeah. You know,
0: I have I've rough. I've rough time with that.
1: I understand.
0: Yeah. Um flash cut. Nope. Just kidding. In the waiting room, Eloise Hawking <laughs> shows up and reveals to Penny that her son is Daniel Faraday. She's like, "Hey, what's up?" Anyways, my son's Daniel Faraday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well she's like I cut think my scene. son is is <laughs> is you know responsible for your husband's, you know, yeah. being shot basically and she's like your son is Ben Benjamin Linus and she's like no it's it's uh it's Daniel, Daniel Faraday. Faraday. And then we have a huge Whoosh, musical thing yeah. on this reveal that I've known forever.
0: Flash cut to title card 30 years. Also, it's not his
1: fault. It's clearly Ben's. He showed up and shot him. It's not like Faraday shot him.
0: Right. Yeah. Good point. Flash cut to title card 30 years earlier. Where we left off last time, Daniel Faraday is emerging from the sub at the island on the dock. And Miles comes to help him out. Faraday says, hey, Miles long time no see which is the you know the big whoosh cut reveal cut at the end of last episode that we saw right yeah uh miles asks what he's doing back here and daniel demands that miles brings him to jack he's like i gotta see the scrambler where's the hashtag (laughs) scrambler
1: i want to see the scrambling man
0: yeah, I want to see the scrambling man. And so knock at ja- Jackie's door in the middle of the night, and bleary-eyed Jackie opens the door, and Faraday comes in firing hot with all sorts of questions, you know, this and that, you know, question marks all over the place. And mm-hmm. Jack tells Daniel about how he got back to the island with the help of Faraday's mother. And Faraday says, and how did she convince you, Jack? Did she tell you it was your destiny? And Jack's like, yeah, it's exactly what she said. And Faraday says, "Well, I got some bad news for you, Jack. You don't belong here at all." She was wrong. I like uh, f- well, how oh, Faraday nice. like uh, delivers all his lines in this episode. Like he's very yeah. like uh, understated
2: and like kind of whispery. Yeah, well, you well, know, he's he, always like that. Yeah, I know, but he was always doing the ah, ah
0: before, but this time it's like. Like, he's a little bit more set. Like, Like he's on a mission, but, like, you know, he's still got the, ah, like, just scrambling in his brain, you know? Right. Then, boom, we get the lost title. And then, little kid playing piano. A visibly upset mother comes in. She's kind of glassy-eyed. And uh, (laughs) she's got an accent. And little Daniel Faraday, we find out, asks
2: her if she liked it. Mother, do you like my panda song?
0: He doesn't have an accent, though. It's no, just, so no.
2: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, she's... not
1: really. Whatever. She grew up in London, in England, or and whatever, he didn't. and he
2: didn't. Yeah. Do you like my panda song?
0: And she says it was beautiful. And then Eloise says, "Daniel, do you? But know... it's not
1: your future, so you should just give it up." yeah Thanks, she Ma. says
0: do you know what destiny means and he's like
2: no mother
0: and he says she says destiny means that I like how the accent is swapped like completely do he you has mean the
2: destiny's child <laughs> I love that band and I love uh, what's her name Beyonce Knowles. I don't want no scrubs oh that's TLC
0: that's TLC how Damn dare it. you yeah
2: sorry Jeez. say my name mama <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, she says destiny means that if if one has a special gift
2: then it must be
0: nurtured and she steps close to the to the metronome or sorry she stops the metronome (laughs) and she gets serious and she says how many beats has that metronome counted since you started playing
2: and he's like 864 mama
0: and he says your gift daniel is your mind a mind that is meant for science, mathematics. And it's my job to keep you on your path. So unfortunately, there's no more time for distractions. And Daniel says,
2: but I want to keep playing the piano, Mama. I, de- I can do both. I can make time.
0: And she says, if only you could. Man, she closes the piano cover like no more piano keys for you, Mr.
1: Yeah, it's like, um, excuse me, I can just open that.
0: Yeah. It's not uh-huh. going to stop me. Yeah. Now, you know what you do? This is how you outsmart a uh, mom like Eloise. You just start moving your fingers in the air like this. And she goes, what are you doing? And you go,
2: I'm just playing the piano in my mind, mom, because I got a gift. Remember, you said I got a gift. or well, it's playing pretty, pretty music in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and love that how- that will drive
0: her way up the, you know- yeah, she wouldn't like that. Yeah, no.
2: All
0: right, yeah. That's how you beat I, her, though.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Yeah, right. Because you can't take away that piano. Can't take away the mind piano, Sammy nope, Joe. No. Nope. All right, put and that this, on a t-shirt.
1: This drives me crazy. So here we got some mommy issues, obviously, right?
0: I I wrote that. That's in my notes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but uh-huh. it's like. You know, now that I'm growing a child, I'm an expert on parenting. Obviously. Sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: Congratulations. You made it into the club.
1: <laughs> but it's just like this whole, oh, this is the one thing that you're supposed to do. You can't you can't do this other stuff. I'm sorry, but like piano is like and it's music theory advanced. in general. Yeah. It's pretty advanced and like there's definitely science to it. Sure. And math and like, you know, like these yeah. things go together and you shouldn't just focus on one thing and, and not, right. never you push your rounded. never push your child to just do one thing.
0: No, you gotta learn many things. cut off their, things.
1: the things that bring them joy.
0: That's how it makes your mind expand is when you do multiple things, not just one thing really good. If you do many, many things, you know, even halfway good, then your mind's going to expand. It's going to yeah, be a lot sharper. Yeah, as long as you're happy. Sharper. Yeah, whatever speaks to you, whatever sings to you, yeah, whatever plays to you,
2: like the piano in my mind, mama, mama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so whoosh, cut back to the island. Jack exits the house, trying to talk to Faraday to ask questions about what he said to his mom being wrong. He's like, "What do you mean about what do you, what, what, what do you mean about the your mom being wrong?" What, what? Yeah, I
1: mean, hey, good for him asking.
0: Right? Yeah, that's true. But Faraday takes off and says, look, he'll be right back. And he jumps into a Jeep. I got things to off. do. He's like, I got <laughs> to go. Excuse me? Yeah. Jack goes to the Lafleur household looking to talk about the Faraday situation. He just needs to blow off some steam, you know? Yeah. And Sawyer pulls Jack into the house and lets him in on the whole Phil situation. Well, no. You know? First,
1: he's like, I'm busy. I can't talk about it. And Right. I wrote, Julia. busy. And, and Jack's like, what, you, what do you mean you're busy? And I wrote, or what are you busy with? And and uh, I wrote busy with torture. That's what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's playing. He's playing a good old game of torture there. He's yep. got. Uh, he's got uh, Phil, Phil in the closet. He, sh- he shows Jack. He's like, check this out. Look what I got. He's got Phil bound and gagged in his closet. <laughs> yeah, that's hardcore. Yeah. Cut to Miles and Faraday in a jeep, watching as Dr. Chang arrives at the station under construction, and Faraday goes downstairs. And watches as Chang tells the dude to stop drilling. We've seen this scene before, but it's from a different angle. Yeah, this is the flash we saw earlier, yeah. Right. This is the point of view from Faraday rather than Chang and crew. Yeah. Then we see the other construction guy talk to Faraday about time travel. He's like, how stupid does this guy think we are? Seen this before. Yeah. Daniel talks to Dr. Chang. He says, I just came in on the sub with the swan team. We actually met three years ago. Daniel Faraday and Dr. Chang says yes yes uh, you arrived with Lefleur, Fleur I remember and Faraday says right Dr. Chang says what can I do for you and Faraday says I need you to order the evacuation of every man woman and child on this island and Dr. Chang just says say everyone and why would I do that right classic gloss line why would mm-hmm. I do that why the hell would I do that why would I say that? Why, you know, this is the lost line. Faraday says, a man is on a stretcher as a consequence of the electromagnetic, magnetic, electromagnetic,
1: electromagnetic.
0: Electromagnetic. You say it. Thank you. See, there's some words, you know, I just can't do. Mm-hmm. Activity that you're drilling unleashed down here. And then there's a metal thud, Dr. Chang says, which is now contained. And Pierre gets into the elevator and Daniel follows him. Faraday says, it's contained down here, but in about six hours. Oh, that's Dr. Chang? Yeah, I think so. Okay. (laughs) That's what the (laughs) transcript says. (laughs) It's contained down here, but in about six hours, the same thing is going to happen at the site for the Swan Station. Only the energy there is about 30,000 times more powerful, sir. And the accident is going to be catastrophic. Dr. Chang says, that is utterly absurd. What could possibly qualify you to make that kind of prediction? Faraday gets close. And he says I'm from the future music sting cut to outside. Dr. Chang is not buying the whole time travel story. Miles runs over to shut this down. And then Faraday tells Chang about miles being his son. He says, uh, this is your son, miles. Then <laughs> Faraday says, um, uh, or sorry, Chang turns to Miles and he says, you think this is all true? And Miles says, no. And Dr. Chang sods off, scoffing away, you know? And Miles turns to Faraday and he's like, hey, 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 what, what, are you out of your mind? What are you doing? And Faraday says, I'm just making sure that your father does what he's supposed to do. And Miles says, and what's that? And Faraday says, you'll see.
1: Finger guns
0: finger guns right (laughs) that's that's from bill and ted's excellent adventure oh he says and say hello to the princesses for us he's like what princesses he says you'll see when they when they meet themselves you know it's a great movie you've seen it right
1: it's been a long time since i've seen it
0: I don't know. That one just popped into my brain. I haven't seen not that. Not even years.
1: sure if I saw the whole thing. So,
0: <laughs> oh, gotta rewatch it, Sammy Joe. It's a great one. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Just buy it on Blu-ray. Thank me later. Mm, probably not. <laughs> uh, cut to Eloise talking with Faraday, saying that she has reserved a table for two of them. Well,
1: she tells okay. him he's he has just graduated.
0: Yeah, it's right. a
1: flashback.
0: He's got it. He's got his girlfriend, with and him. he's
1: got long hair, of course, because that's long how we hair. show. That's how we Youth. show how men are younger in this show. You just Youth slap long show. hair on them.
0: Long, long hair. Mm-hmm.
1: But he does look a little bit Orlando Bloom. He's kind of like the you know, that poor too. man's Orlando Bloom.
0: Right. Yeah. I wonder if he ever got that, like, in a casting or something. They're like, you know, you kind of got like a DJ Qualls mixed with Orlando Bloom kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like
2: okay well
0: i could have done without the dj qualls thing but i like orlando bloom yeah i'll That's take cool. that i'll take the legolas part yeah so yeah yeah
1: and she's like he's like oh yeah like that'll be so nice i'll bring my girlfriend and you know she's basically right. like don't bring the trollop. she shuts
0: it down yeah <laughs> she's like dump the broad will you all right <laughs> this is lunchy dates with mumsies yeah cut and the and the girlfriend's cool with it she's like yeah whatever just go with mom it's fine okay. i can no i can problem. just go she's totally go, mean to me i'll just go so. read the signs that yield sign looks like it's fun to read i'll go read that for two hours <laughs> i'll see you in a bit inside the restaurant eloise chides daniel saying that he's wasting his time on the woman he should be working on his research and his work it should always come first and daniel gets emotional he says Only because that's what you always push me to do. You pushed and you pushed and you
2: pushed. And when will it be enough, mother? When? I'm the youngest doctor to ever graduate from Oxford. (laughs) I just got a new 1.5 million pound research grant. Oh, right,
0: right, right. Sorry, I don't know why I slip into that. He says, what else do I have to do? And Mrs. Hawking says, a grant? That's wonderful. From whom? Faraday says, I don't know. Some industrialist. Widmore, I think. Charles Widmore. And Eloise tells him she came here to congratulate him, not to fight with him. She gives him a present box and bids him farewell and adieu. And she leaves. (laughs) Daniel opens the gift box and finds a rather nice ornate notebook. It's like leather. It's black. It's got some design on it. Yeah, he opens it and inside it's inscribed by his mumsies. It says, Daniel, no matter what, remember, I will always love you mother oh
1: yeah signing off as mother does not imply warmth
0: oh isn't that nice she's behind him no matter what sammy do oh, no thanks. matter what you he chooses in life no yeah he's like mom i want to be a chippendale dancer
1: this this feels very uh intimate
0: yeah look it says this
1: feels like you know me well
0: no matter what Remember, I will always love you, mother. That's what you wrote in my notebook. So you're cool with the Chippendale dancer uh, career choice, right? Yeah, Yeah. no
1: matter what. He said, no matter what.
0: So I'm following my dreams. I'm taking my clothes off and I'm dancing. Deal with it. (laughs) I'm sure she's cool with it. Yeah. Inside LaFleur's house, Sawyer, Hurley, Jack, and Kate. And I think there's a few others here too, but that's as far as I got in my notes. Uh, They powwow about what to do next. And Sawyer says- Yeah, I think Jen is there. Yeah, Jins there. Uh, uh, yeah, I said Hurley. There's yeah. there's one other there, I think. And take Juliet. the sub, Juliet. There we go. Now we we covered our bases.
2: Yeah.
0: Take the uh, there's two options. Okay, you can take the sub back off the island, or they head off into the jungle and start over. Is what Sawyer says. And then there's a knock at the door. It's Faraday who says, "Hello, James." And Sawyer says, "Welcome to the meeting, Twitchy." <laughs> He's like, Ah, what do you mean, twitchy?
1: <laughs> and isn't Miles with him?
0: Yeah. Miles is with him and he says, Good to see you again. Pound cakes in the oven. Help yourself to the punch. And then he turns to Miles and he goes, Is he still crazy? And Miles says, It's on a whole new level, man. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel waltzes in and asks where he can find the hostels. Uh, claiming that one of them is his mother. Faraday says, because one of them is my mother, <laughs> and right. she is the only person on this island who can get us back to where we belong. Cut to Daniel Faraday watching the news, this flashback or something, watching the news about the crashed airplane. Well,
1: they they were voting on what to do, and Jin was like, I'm not going to leave if there's a chance that. Sun is on the island, and they're kind of like, yeah, we came back here for various reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. Right. They're kind of, you know, f- trying to figure it out. Yeah. So Faraday's watching the news. He's very upset, visibly crying. upset. Crying. And there's a knock at the door, Charles Whitmore. This, this is
1: showing the, the crash, the plane.
0: The, right. They're trying to find the plane, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They got well, ROVs. They found, they
1: found the plane.
0: They found the wreckage yeah yeah with ROVs, but it's yeah. not real. It's not real. It's
1: that we it's know Whitdmore
0: anyway. yeah, so Widmore enters and he introduces himself to Daniel uh, uh, Faraday, and they sit down and mention how Faraday was dismissed w- from his research at Oxford, and Widmore mentions he's there for an opportunity. and Daniel is an emotional mess. Because of the plane crash, and it's really bothering him to the point of tears, and we're going to do some lines here, Sammy Joe. Okay. You want to be Faraday, or would you like to be Widmore?
1: I feel like you do a good Faraday, so I'll take Widmore. All right. Daniel, what if I told you they're not dead? What if I told you the plane was a fake, an elaborate, expensive fake?
0: He's kind of pulling a Morpheus here. Yeah, kind of. What if I told you...
2: What if I told you?
0: Faraday sighs.
2: How would you know that? Lost line. Because I put it there. Well, why would you tell me that?
1: Because come tomorrow, you won't remember I did. Daniel, the real Oceanic Flight 815 crashed on an island. A special island with unique scientific properties. I want to send you to the island. It will further your research, show you things you'd never dream of. But more importantly, it will heal you, Daniel, your mind, your memory. Uh,
0: Heal me?
2: Why are you doing
0: all this for me?
1: Because you're a man of tremendous gifts, and it would be a shame to see them go to waste.
0: (sighs) You sound like my mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's because we're old friends.
0: Oh. And Daniel goes, ah, ah, and then whoosh cut back to the powwow. And Daniel Faraday talks about how they were in 1954 at one point. And Hurley says like Fonzie times. <laughs> and they all bicker about what to do next. And Jack says, we don't belong here. And sorry says, Well, I belonged here just fine until you came back, Doc.
1: Yeah, okay. Why did you come back then, Jack?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you should have just stayed taking your pills and driving your Bronco around town, yeah?
1: Growing your crazy-ass beard.
0: Growing your beard and chasing the dragon. Yeah. But no, you just had to come and crash another plane. Cool. Uh, Sawyer says uh, he asked Kate to come along with them to go back to the hostiles. And Juliet gives the fence code as 141717.
1: Well, F- Sawyer calls Kate Freckles, yeah. and Juliet snaps her head to look at him. She does not like that.
0: Oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed that little, you, little snappy yeah. exchange.
1: Oh, she did not like, she didn't like oh. snap at him, but she like, he she says Freckles, like and she kind of like whips names, her head huh? and looks at him.
0: Yeah, Freckles. And then, and then she's up. like,
1: here's, you know, here's the gate code, bitch.
0: right she's like here you go bitch uh she says uh you should take daniel it's over here for it's it's over here for us anyways and kate says okay let's go so she takes off
2: jack kate and faraday
0: they take off and outside faraday gets emotional when he talks to a little red-headed girl this is Charlotte.
1: Yeah, he walks over, and I'm like, oh, man, don't be a creep.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, somebody's going to see from afar, and this ain't going to look good. No. All right? Yeah, don't get down on her level, all right? But don't then be But it's
1: earlier, it's simpler times, you know, I, I don't know. get it,
0: but still, yeah, I guess it's the 70s, so it's, it's more, like, accepted then, but yeah. still, like, just, you know...
1: Then he calls her sweetheart. I'm like, yeah, oh, time stop. to move
0: along. Yeah, that 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 story's gonna get around. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that guy who goes ah ah all the time called my daughter a sweetheart. Uh, well, she ain't. Well, she ain't. So he tells her that uh, she has to leave with her family on the sub. And Faraday says, you have to leave. And the girl starts crying. And he says, I tried to avoid telling you this. And he's, like, really emotional. I didn't think I could change things, but maybe I can. He's going full ah-ah right now, you know? Yeah. Cut to Jack, Kate, and Faraday scrambling to get some supplies. And a Dharma van shows up. And Rosinsky, whose arms in upset, pops out. And he holds always the trio u- up.
1: Always upset, this guy.
0: This guy's firing hot. All cylinders. He holds the trio up with guns telling them to get down on the ground because, you know, he knows something's afoot, you know? Yeah. Faraday tries backing him down saying, they have to leave. Like he tries to kind of like, you know, weasel his way out. And he's like, look, we are going to go. We have to go. And then gunfire erupts and Faraday gets nicked by a bullet in his necka. That's what I wrote. NECA. I don't know why. <laughs> nicked in the neck. Yeah, he got nicked in the neck. Nick neck. Nick neck. Patty, what? Give Faraday a bullet. And everyone starts firing guns at each other, and there's explosions, and Kate and Jack grab a Dharma Jeep and take off, and an injured Radzinski screams over to someone to sound the alarm. Present day, Faraday plays the piano. An old woman, Eloise, arrives inside and says, hello. She says that she heard about the job offer saying it's her business to know that. She tells him it's important for him to accept Widmore's job offer. And Daniel says he can't do the complex time variation flux capacitor formulations that Widmore wants. And Eloise urges him saying, if he gets better, he can accomplish a lot of great work if he gets better.
2: Hmm.
0: And Daniel asks if it would make her proud of him. And she says, yes, Daniel, it will. and then he agrees to do it mommy issues for once sammy joe
1: yeah so well kate has mommy issues oh that's true (laughs) um but here's the thing okay if faraday doesn't isn't going to remember being told the plane crash was a fake how would he remember being offered a job or that he told his mother that he would go, or that she visited, or that he saw the plane crash on the TV. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, you you know, have no answers, okay?
0: Sometimes you, sometimes, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you know that little ditty?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. So, I think that pretty much answers your question. Mm, doesn't. No? That doesn't get to the to the I root of it? Lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, you've gotten full blown hate on this show? Yeah. We lost Charlie. We lost lost. We lost Charlie.
1: There's not enough Hurley. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. We need more Hurley. All right. Okay. So you're you've you're fall you're still falling off.
1: We don't have Desmond that much, you know.
0: Yeah, Des is kinda gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Okay.
0: All right. Well, anyways, back on the island in the Galaminas Hill, we've never seen this place before.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Jack and Kate approach the pylon security fence, and Kate inputs the code. Do you remember the code number? No. Nope. I told it to you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 4174174171. Four, yeah, it's definitely one, seven. fours,
1: sevens, and ones in it.
0: Yeah. Okay. There we go. I think we nailed it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Jack gets to work on Faraday's boo-boo, ah-ah, neck, and Faraday talks poetically about the present and the future and how anything can happen Jack any of them can die okay
1: yeah because he's like you have to remember this is our present so you know any of us can die
0: right it's not written for us the future is not written they all grab their bags and head out on foot and Jack says there's no turning back now all right thanks Jack thanks for the uh, for the advice that Mm -hmm. was really helpful Thanks for the narration wisdom nugget that you just hurled at us. Okay? You just... That's why we bring you because you're very, very smarts. Cut to the LeFleur household and Sawyer and Juliet pack up. He asks her if she still has his back. And she kind of like... is like looking at the ground probably because of the whole freckles incident. You know? Yeah. Yeah, she's still just... Woof.
1: Well, and she says, you still got mine?
0: Right. She turns and she Ooh, says, still got mine. Ooh, baby. Or, do you, or is it... A freckled back that you got now. Mm. Huh? James. Give the full name, you know? Yeah. An alarm starts sounding outside, and Hurley says, That's not good. And Jin says something in Korean that's probably the same thing, like, That's not good. Yeah. Razinski busts into Sawyer's house, and here's a, like, a, like a bunk. A, 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 Plunk? A, a, yeah, you know, like a. Clunking noise, Sh-ker-plunk. banging noise. I think banging is what... Sh-plunk. I wrote banking, a banking
2: noise, but
0: it's, a, it's banging. Yeah, ka-ching,
2: ka-ching, ka-ching.
0: Cash machine. Yeah. Yeah, noise coming from the closet and he investigates and finds Phil bound and gagged. I'm like, what if Phil has to use the potty? How does that mm. work out? Did we get that far yet?
1: He just goes there.
0: Seems like he's been there for like a day or so. Yeah. Yeah, Phil, that... Closet does not smell good, okay? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and Rodzinski orders Sawyer is on the ground. filled uh, with... filth. ...soil.
1: Filth. filth. It's right yeah, there. okay, it's right there. You're right. I <laughs> right didn't there. see that. Come
0: on, Sammy Joe.
1: I started, okay, okay I started the train, and yeah. you caboosed And
0: I, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rodzinski orders Sawyer on the ground with a gun, and in the jungle, Jack talks with Faraday asking uh, why they don't belong here. He's like, come on, what? Yeah,
1: yeah so you know what? Hey, at least he's persistently asking questions.
0: Right, he's picking up on some of your uh, your cues. You know, this is what you're always saying, like ask more questions. Why yeah. this, why that?
1: A little late Faraday,
0: now. Faraday says, and this is a lot of exposition, but I think it's important. Faraday says, in about four hours, the Dharma folks at the Swan work site, they're going to you going to drill into the ground and accidentally tap into a massive pocket of energy. The result of the release of this energy would be catastrophic. So in order to contain it, they're going to have to cement the entire area in like Chernobyl. And this containment, the place they've built over it, I believe you called it the hatch, the swan hatch. Because of this one accident, these people are going to spend the next 20 years keeping that energy at bay by pressing a button. A button that your friend Desmond will one day fail to push and will cause your plane, Oceanic 815, to clash, 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 clash with a color and crash on the island. <laughs> and because your plane crashed and clashed, a freighter will be sent or a freighter depends on how you pronounce it, will be sent to this island and uh, and the freighter I was on and Charlotte was on and so forth. This entire chain of events—it's gonna start happening this afternoon, but we can change that. I studied relativistic physics my entire life. All right, quit boasting. All right, we know mm-hmm. you're smart.
1: Okay. One Jack thing doesn't emerged. has not understood eighty percent of the words <laughs> you've just said.
0: Jack's gonna <laughs> pick up on the last three words of whatever you're about to say. All right, so physics? why'd you just? Yeah, why don't you just keep? You just Yeah. <laughs> Just save your breath. Patch. Faraday. Huh? Huh? What? Juicy juice time? Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Jack's and then he's brain gonna start running. Shut
1: down, okay?
0: Jack is about to just uh, bust out into a full full sprint and just start <laughs> running in circles for the next six hours. So whatever you're saying right now is going is neither here nor there because Jackie Jack is about to find his juicy juice and <laughs> take a nappy nap okay so he says uh just to finish it out he says one thing emerged over and over can't change the past can't do it whatever happened happened all right but then i finally realized i had been spending so much time focus on the constants i forgot about the variables variables do you know what the variables in these equations are jack
1: and Jack's brain just explodes.
0: Jack goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Faraday says.
1: Because I don't understand what you're asking me, so I'm just going to say no. Us,
0: Jack. Us. Read my lips. Us. We're the variables. People. We think. Us? We reason. Uh, just let me finish. We make choices. We have free will. We can change our destiny. I think we can negate the energy under the swan. I think I can destroy it.
1: With a whale? Free willy? What?
0: No, Jack, just stay with me for just I, I get two more sentences. OK, Jack, just just stay with me. OK, Ah, oh, if I can, then that hatch will never be built in your plane. Your plane will land just like it's supposed to in Los Angeles. And then Kate cuts in and she says, and just exactly how do you plan on destroying this energy? Thanks for that pointed question, Kate. Faraday says, I'm going to detonate a hydrogen bomb.
2: Whoosh.
0: Cut. That'll Ruh, do Ruh, it. Ruh. Yeah. And Kate and Jack look at each other like, and Jack's like, what, he, what, what uh-huh. did he say? Yeah, bomb? Yeah, mine? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut to Eloise and Penny. She came to apologize, and Penny asks if Dez is going to be okay. Eloise says she does not know what's going to happen. And a nurse arrives and for tells Penny that for the first
1: time ever, I don't know something like that. She
0: says. yeah, right, yeah, because she's so smart. You're so gifted, she oh, Eloise. Everything. Wow, you're so smart, man. Wow. Fortune teller. Yeah, and a nurse arrives and tells Penny that Des is in the recovery room and he's doing fine. Oh, would you look at that, Eloise? Hmm. Penny goes to Desmond. Desmond says, "I promised you, Penny. I promised you, I'd never leave you again." And then they kiss. You know, it's great. It's we so love nice. Desmond and Penny, Promise right? Penny. Couple of the century. We love them. Love, love them. Love them on the boat. Love them with the kid. Lo- mean, a kid. I mean, I think Claire and
1: Charlie are number one for me, but.
0: Yeah, obviously. I'll take
1: Penny and Desmond second.
0: Okay. Cut to outside and Whitmore approaches Eloise, asking if uh, he's all right. She says, he's fine. He should go say hello to them. And Charles, Charles? Yeah, Widmore, Widmore. tells her, He's sacrificed himself, you know, for his family, too. You know, like, I, I do a lot of stuff for my family and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I look at everything I've done to my family. I, mean, I had to buy a whole plane, and I had to dig up a bunch of you dead it, bodies. You see how
0: much I care about my family and whatnot? And she goes, uh, I'm upset. And she slaps him and walks away.
1: <laughs> I'm upset slap
0: <laughs> <laughs> come back to the island and Kate Jack and Faraday walk and talk through the tall grass never seen a scene like this on Lost this is really interesting wait and they, <laughs> what I
1: think you missed the whole thing that happened here really because didn't she I don't she think so I think didn't I covered it did she say
0: <laughs> nothing to highlight here <laughs> she said I'm upset and then she slaps no, him that is <laughs> <laughs> No? Is that not accurate? Pretty sure that covers our bases. (laughs) People watching the show, that's what they pick up on. They're like, yeah, she's upset just because, you know, she slaps him, Like, Mm -hmm. something about family, whatnot.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: No. Okay. No?
0: Okay. You want to fill me in a little?
1: I'm going to fill you in a little bit. All right. Thanks. Because Widmore says, unfortunately, Eloise, my relationship with Penelope is one of the things I had to sacrifice. And... Eloise says, "Sacrifice? Don't you talk to me about sacrifice, Charles? Right, that's what I Charles, said. I had to cover that. I had to mm-hmm. send my son back to the island, knowing full well that." And then Widmore says, "He was my son too, Eloise."
0: Oh, is that a reveal?
1: Yeah, you didn't say
0: that. Oh, you were okay. just like
1: Eloise is upset and slaps <laughs> slaps him.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. So what? Faraday's also Charles Widmore's son. Yeah. Okay, all right. I guess that's it didn't impact me, really.
1: Well, I was like, yeah, I knew it. And then I'm like, wait, did I call at some point that Widmore was Faraday's father? I honestly don't know. I think you know. might
0: have. It sounds like a Sammy prediction to me.
1: Yeah. I don't so. I don't know that it ever made an official prediction. That's why I was trying to like go back earlier and and check, yeah. but
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. But I
1: might have it's... said that Charlotte was his daughter. Oh, maybe. If that's true, and they both are. Ugh.
0: Oh, and they're brother and sister? Boy, Yikes. real Game of Thrones. Yeah. Although we did have some uh, incest in the first season. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. with Shannon and Boone. It was yeah. like right off the rip. huh?
1: Yeah, I didn't like that.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. Cut back to the island, and Kate, Jack, and Faraday walk and talk through the tall grass. They stumble upon the others' encampment, and Faraday... Approaches the camp with the Luger handgun in his yeah, he's hand. Yeah, just
1: swinging his gun around.
0: He's like, yeah, and he's demanding hey! to see Eloise. He's like, show me Eloise. <laughs> he's, you know, he's just foaming at the mouth. Yeah. And Richard Albert pops out, and he's cool. He's calm. He's collected. He's wearing great slacks. Okay, and he's got guy liner. Looks great. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richard Albert pops out saying, "She's you know." Not they never there. need to
1: give him long hair. Oh yeah,
0: Richard. No, because he doesn't age. Period. So yeah, you don't need to change anything Something about his physical about appearance. Him. He just looks good. He's he's a magical man. And Richard says she's not there right now, and tells him to take it easy. You know, it's cool. Like he's trying to diffuse it's all the situation. Cool beans. It's all cool, cool beans, beans buddy. man. Let's let's go in my tent. All right. Let's play a little Scrabble. All right. Just me and you. Just a couple guys. Game part cheesy. We'll light up a clove cigarette. I feel like Richard would smoke cloves i don't yeah. know hmm. yeah just a little parcheesy, just you and me just a couple of guys just press the flesh you know what i'm saying
2: what does you that know? mean
0: press the flesh like give high fives oh you know okay. shake hands you know just like guy stuff
2: just me and you just a couple don't worry about it he's talking his language
0: too, too.
2: A little ah uh, uh, you know you and me ah uh, ah uh, parcheesy, am i right daniel faraday are you, are you hitting on me, Richard? What's happening?
0: I mean, no. Talking
1: about pressing flesh.
0: Unless you're into that kind of thing, and it's going to get me out of you shooting me or any of my encampment. I'm just trying for
2: to the abuse team. the situation. I'll take one for the team. You know, for the other team, really, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: uh, so he says she's not there. And Daniel demands to know where the H-bomb is. And Richard Alpert tells him not to do this. Daniel, don't do this. Okay? And he counts down from, you know, three. He's like, three, two, and then, blam! Faraday gets shot from behind. And he falls over. And who's holding the gun, Sammy Joe?
1: His mama.
0: His mama Eloise holding the gun. She shot her Her son. Her own son. Her own flesh and blood. And she walks over and Faraday tells her the cold truth.
2: You shot your son. You even knew it was going to be me and you still shot me. You knew this was going to happen and you sent
1: me here anyway.
2: Boom. Lost title.
1: So then, okay, is any of this changeable?
2: Powerful ending,
0: Sammy Joe. Come on. Didn't this scoop up the episode for a little? No. This is kind of a big reveal, yeah?
1: Mm.
0: Mama shooting Faraday?
2: We love her. I
1: don't know. I knew she had some some stuff going on.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, she had stuff going on, but shooting her own son?
1: I don't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> boy it's just not hitting the same huh it's
1: just not i mean <laughs> she gave him a fucking journal okay when he graduated and right. wrote mother in it
0: yeah you and... don't sign it you sign it, mumsies okay that's what yeah. you do
1: but yeah. like here's the thing is like is any of this changeable then if this is daniel's present but his mom's past she obviously right? knew that he was you know going to be shot that she was going to shoot him or maybe sacrifice himself to detonate the bomb. I don't know. Yeah. Which means well, his whole variable necessary. argument is void.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You want some trivia?
1: Sure. Why Are not? You? Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this episode was billed by ABC as the official 100th episode of Lost. Lost. In the United States, 100 episode is generally considered a significant milestone for a series on TV, as it is usually the point at which it becomes viable for syndication. There are exceptions to the 100 episode rule, however, and Lost was one because it had begun its first run syndication in September 2008 on the American cable channels Sci-Fi and G4 TV, of course,
1: which you I worked at
0: worked at g4 tv for summer (laughs) it's cool (laughs) anyways lost has had several two-hour season finales but due to the nature of syndicated programming uh the television industry considers an episode in this context to be one hour what yeah i don't know that didn't really make sense to me either when i copied it down it kind of made sense but when i uh this is like an addendum to the first trivia. They're just like clearing up some. You know what? Let's wipe that from the record. The original broadcast. Well, is this date, a?
1: <laughs> yeah, this isn't. This isn't part of the finale.
0: No, it's not. There's so still. I a think few they're just saying. Episodes left. I think they're saying like just the number of episodes. Like some of them might not be considered an actual episode because it's a extended finale or whatever. I think they're just trying to clear that some of that up. Because there's a lot of two hour season finales. So they could be considered like another episode, like part one, part two. You know what I'm saying? Sammy Joe, I'm losing you. Oh, she's falling over, folks. She's falling over. Quick. Somebody get the uh, paddles. Somebody get juice the paddles. Juice. <laughs> juice. Uh, the original broadcast date of this episode, April 29th, 2009, was coincidentally United States. President Barack Obama's 100th day in the office. Oh, look at
2: that. Look at that. Too funny, right? Too funny.
0: ABC aired Obama's press conference for the event immediately preceding the episode. So imagine seeing President Obama and then watching this episode. Wow. Yeah. Really brings you back, right? Mm. In the scene where Daniel cries in front of a television set depicting the recovered oceanic Flight eight fifteen, and Charles comes to visit him. The exact same comic sits on Daniel's couch as was used in Richard's test on a young John Locke in a flashback.
2: Huh? Huh? Too funny. Interesting.
0: In the American broadcast of this episode, the lost title sequence was suddenly placed amongst among stars, with the Starship Enterprise soaring through the O and lost as part of the promotion for jj abram's new film star trek so when it did the mm-hmm. lost it went whoosh, like a little little star trek Enterprise. that's weird through the yeah is that kind of weird yeah yeah i don't like but, you that. know it's unrelated it, it is yeah it kind of breaks the world doesn't Cause, it? like
1: if i saw that i'd be like oh my god is lost in space now Are we lost in space?
0: Like that show, Lost in Space. They got to bring that back. Yeah.
1: I'm okay without it.
0: Confirmation that Charles Widmore staged the wreckage of Oceanic Flight 815 was also given the previous week in the recap episode, The Lost, Lost, The Story of Oceanic 6. Yeah. Okay. I guess there was a recap episode before. Oh, okay. Okay. At eight minutes in, Charles Widmore moves a Wired magazine from Daniel's couch. It has a bold title on the cover titled The Impossible Gets Real, referring to the events unfolding in time and on the island.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, an extended cool. version of the scene by the river where Daniel explains his theory to Jack and Kate is on the season five dvd in it he brings up a metaphor about stones and boulders and how a pebble small change won't alter the course of a river but a boulder and he throws a big boulder splash big change will i feel like that would have been cool to see
1: i think it would have been i also think it would have helped jack out a lot (laughs)
0: <laughs> he needs visual references. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see big okay, splash. Big I saw big got splash, it. big splash. Yeah, and uh, splashy splash, juicy juice. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I got for trivia, Sammy Joe. Cool, cool beans. What episode wins for you this week, Sammy Joe?
1: <laughs> well, we normally really do favorite, up, huh? We normally do favorite moments first, but I well, can. All right,
0: uh... let's do favorite moments first then.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite moment of Buffy?
0: Favorite moment of Buffy is oh, Ocean's Eleven when uh, the <laughs> nerd trio reference Ocean's Eleven for sure.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. What's yeah, your favorite mine.
1: Moment? I like the ending because I think it's. I like that it sets it up for interpretation for audience interpretation. Like,
2: yeah, is this right. real?
1: Who, which, 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 which is, is the which? real reality? Yeah i kind of like that
2: okay all
0: right what's your, what's favorite, your favorite moment, moment? lost me first yeah you first i really liked it when the starship enterprise flew through the through okay the that o. didn't
1: happen come
2: on i can't pick that no it didn't happen
0: <laughs> oh that's kind of cool though um i'm going to go with oh when sawyer says welcome to the meeting twitchy good to see you again Pound cakes in the oven
1: uh i like you know when desmond is like i promised you penny
0: oh yeah it's nice oh it's so nice yeah and they kiss yeah so So which
1: show wins buffy Uh, uh, i feel like this is a nothing lost episode
0: it kind of is all right it's buffy (laughs) i was thinking of maybe tying it but i'll give it to buffy it's fine
1: I think Buffy is just the better episode. I know it's not fun, but it's it's like, yeah. Oh boy, you know yeah,
0: i guess I guess it's yeah, <laughs> I guess it's better than lost, <laughs> exactly, all right, fine,
1: so what do you think is gonna happen next on Buffy?
0: So all right, here's what i th- I think Buffy's gonna enter a realm of self doubt for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And she's going to start to spiral and wonder where her, you know, where her mind is. Where is my mind? Where is, is, is my
1: mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: She's going to be thinking that the whole time um, and trying to understand, was that actually? Or, you know, was Am I it a, still in the- Am, am I still, I still, still there? A, yeah. Right. It's going to bring up a lot of trauma and conflict. And she's going to try to wade through the waters of- uh of uh
1: mental health
0: uncertainty and mental health and um perhaps it's going to cause her she's going to go a little dark okay she's going to continue into the darkness for a little and there's going to be inciting incident which drives her even darker and then perhaps she becomes her own big bad
1: and maybe
0: right something like that happens and then um willow and team and giles has to come back to pull her out of it yeah that's what i want to see okay all right that's that's gonna be and then whole next season it's gonna be the whole whole group is back together again to finish out the series okay okay all right there you go
1: cool
0: what's gonna happen on lost
1: i'm trying to decide if faraday is dead because i could see him i could see him actually being dead and like that's the end for him. Uh huh. Um, okay. But I could also see them doing the same thing they did with Ben, where yeah. they're like, "No, let's save him. He has to be saved."
0: Right. Um. Get him, get him in the OR. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: But, I mean, obviously, we know that the hatch is built and the plane crashes, and so I don't know. I, I think maybe he's he's really, really dead, or at least incapacitated enough to where he won't be able to make his big boulder splash changes. Yeah. Um, okay. But, I mean, eventually, I do think that you know i've said before i'll just reiterate that you know all of the original losties oceanic 815 peeps get back on the same timeline so i th- it sounds like they either need faraday or his mom to do that okay so i guess that's a prediction
0: all right <laughs> sure we'll count it <laughs> all right what media you got to recommend this week sammy joe
1: um i I've only seen one episode of this, but I know I'm going to love it and definitely watch more. Just haven't yep. had a chance. Uh, drag Me to Dinner. It's on Hulu. <laughs> it is uh, Neil Patrick Harris and um, his husband, David Berka, Um Bertka. They mm-hmm. have a, like, drag reality show where a contest show where, like, two it's like two teams of two drag queens have to put on a um like a dinner party and basically face off against each other you're right and dave and i saw the first episode and it was phenomenal love it love them so yeah good times good fun stuff love drag queens
0: Okay, great. <laughs> and I love awesome. that they're
1: doing this in response to, you know, some of the stuff that's going on. Sure. In our country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. What about you?
0: I'm going to do a anti-recommend,
1: Okay, Sammy Jo.
0: Mm-hmm. I am going to not, and this is very out of character for me. It is. I am going Even to Even though anti- I tell you, you can do it. Anti recommend the new Ant Man movie, the new Marvel Ant Man. Whoa,
1: interesting! Because I was just listening to the Paul Rudd interview uh, on Dax on uh, yeah. Armchair Expert.
2: Look, I Not love that. A- I,
1: I didn't see the first one, and it didn't make me want to watch it. I just love Paul Rudd.
0: Few qualifiers. I love Marvel, as you know. I love Ant Man. I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I love uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Who's She's the in it. Wasp. Yeah. Uh, I love Michael Douglas. Michelle Pfeiffer is also in this. Whoa. I love all of these actors and creators. And I was really pumped when this showed up on Disney Plus in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. So it looked and sounded amazing, even though it was streaming. This movie is a nothing burger, okay? It's a whole mess of green screen special effects and has no heart. And I'm sorry to say it. Oh, that's
2: sad. And I
0: hate to say it. And I love... I already said all that, okay? Yeah. I love it. I love them, all right? Nothing against them. But gosh, man, Marvel's got to find its footing again. You guys... Marvel's listening right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So let me talk directly to them, all right? Hey, Kevin Feige. All right, he's the head of the Marvel creative team. All right, just a little background info for you, okay, Sammy Jones. Joe. Uh, let me talk to you, Kevin, all right? We got to get some real cameras and boots on the ground and get out of the dang sound stages, okay? Get out of the studio, get out there in the streets, and start shooting some things freaking movies again and stop just shooting stuff in front of a green screen and putting a bunch of ants and colors in the in the movie all right that's not what sells a movie you got to have heart story real locations cinematography actual story and locations and acting and people and, and film okay stop with this whole colors and just green screening everything it's lazy it's boring it's one tone of a movie and you know what you're burning everybody out on it okay nobody cares for that movie it was cool 10 years ago we're over it all right okay yeah marvel kind of ended with endgame all right 2019 it's time to flip it over okay that steak is done and it's burnt it's time to move on anti-recommend ant-man and the wasp and even the last black panther i was not big into either i love the first one well i didn't love it i thought it was fine but that being said you know marvel's gotta pick it back up but i did hear guardians of the galaxy volume three is good so i'm looking forward to that there's still hope it's just you know come on just make a make a real movie all right martin scorsese's starting to make some sense to me he's the one who said Marvel movies aren't cinema and everybody like slammed them for it. You and know, like, it's starting what? to become not cinema anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like it was very cinematic and cool starting to become not cinema. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, I'll agree with him on that.
0: It's a, ooh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's my soapbox moment of the week. And until next time, Sammy Joe. Okay. Listen and subscribe. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher—all the places that you can find us. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and tell what your else? friends. Yeah, tell all your friends.
1: Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Kickstream Pod. Tell us what your favorite moments are, and which episode wins for you. Um, if we entertain you and you like listening to us, support us on Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash kickstream and send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com, and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com. And,
2: and always, always remember, remember that streaming, streaming is better with
0: Crev mm-hmm. and Krem, Clem, Clem and Crev them two guys what'd you say i I said
1: mother but i don't actually believe that.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's definitely not with mother (laughs) my mother yeah Mm -hmm. yeah salt of the earth yeah okay okay all right well i will be on vacation next week sammy joe so you will have a week off from the podcast as will i and we will pick it back up the week returning
1: and we will have another normal episode. Let me. Sounds like
0: that. it. I think it's a normal episode.
1: Yeah.
2: Another
0: All right. Normal episode. normal episode in a couple weeks. Until then, keep kicking, keep streaming, keep potting. Right. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> Bye.